Everybody and welcome to RPG Cast 581 for April 17th, 2020. It's a weird week this week. Yes, it is. I feel weird. All right, so we're gonna preface this right off the bat. This is an explicit tag episode. Oh, Yay! Sam, can't you try and control it? <laughs> Hi, Sam. I'm the explicit tag. Me. Fuck all y'all. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Oh, my God, I mean hello. Hey there. <laughs> Hi, Pascal. Hello. Long time no chat. Let's go. It, it is a long time in between appearances. I'm sorry, Pascal. You've Wait, been, why are you sorry about been, that? Because you're here with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been playing the part of Florida Man. Hey now, well, come on. <laughs> we have several Florida men on staff, so that that blame must be shared equally. I okay. Think. Uh no, I'm I'm playing the part of uh of teacher lately, and I wonder if the other teacher staff members would back me up. I when I come home on Friday afternoons, I am more tired than I ever have been in my like career of 15 I think 15 years at this point. So, so I, on a, a Saturday recording usually just isn't in it for me. Are you in person right now or are you remote or are you both? Oh, I'm both. And that probably contributes a lot to what I just said. Mm. That would be exhausting. But um, I, there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel and it's getting closer by the day. Very, very close now. So, Yeah, it's called summer vacation, right? It sure is. <laughs> You can call it whatever you want. That's when we take a rest before we infect everybody again. <laughs> oh, no? I thought that's what that was for. Sorry. Oh, did I get too well, real there? I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. Chris killed the podcast. <laughs> Most All right. Sorry. Pascal, I feel for you guys. I really do. <laughs> All my teacher friends are just like, I've hit peak burnout. Yes. Yeah, do they say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. A lot of them, even the ones working virtually, are just like, I'm going to go take a nap. I realize, like, my shift just finished. Well, but uh, I'm taking a nap. (laughs) Yeah. Matt is a teacher, and not only is he doing that, but he's finding time to not just be on a podcast, but host a freaking podcast on the site. So that's true. I don't know where he finds that track right now. Hmm. With awesome Kelly. Neither of them are on today. Kelly got her jab, and it has left her a little miserable. And Matt is at a birthday party today. Those are a thing again? Apparently. Is he bringing COVID back home? (laughs) Bringing COVID back, baby. Wait, no. That's not. Oh, God. We don't want to do that. No. And also, he is Florida man as well. So all of that ties together. Our other Florida man actually has COVID in his household, so living up to the expectations. Yep. Jeez. Wait, there's another one. We have four Florida men. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the other one is not uh, a teacher, but he does work with schools. So, there's that. Y'all Florida people. 
and your craziness. I know, because I was talking with him on the phone, and he's like, I have to go because I have to go supervise the crosswalks. We're a bunch of swamp people down here. (laughs) All right. Enough of banging on the Florida men in our lives. Pascal, what have you been playing? Oh, yeah, I better go first because I got my jab, so I might not make it much longer. Um, And since the last time I was on, I've made some progress on Yakuza. Yippee! Yay! Proud of you! So I'm in the middle of Yakuza 5. (laughs) Isn't that the one nobody likes? Uh, It's not that nobody likes it. It's just... It is the second worst Yakuza. Oh, jeez. Wait, what's it's the th- what's the first the wor- worst? Dead Souls. Dead Souls is the oh. worst Yakuza. Josh, back me up. Yes, yes, it is the worst Yakuza. Thank you. Yeah, I was kind of upset that I didn't... I mean, there's no way I was going to be able to finish it in time for your uh, recording a couple of weeks ago. I have a question. Backtrack. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What if we did a Yakuza game that was like an Idol Master game where you're managing all the Yakuza? Uh, that sort of exists. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Of course it does. In Is that one of the untranslated ones? No. Um, the cabaret mini game and the idol mini game in five, like, mm. kind of do those things. So. Yeah, but Chris wants to um, wanna manage, manage the, the, the and, and Kiryu and. Well, that yeah. was in the original version of two, and then it didn't appear in new two. Oh, so. right, yeah. Oh, hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, the PS2 version had a. It was the host was, club was yeah. for men. Yeah, it's the host club as opposed to the hostess club. And then it was hostess club in Kiwami two, where you basically spend that mini game just yelling, "Table five is out of napkins." Fuck! Gotta go save table five. Table five. <laughs> save table five. I spent that mini game fucking dealing with two men in my house yelling at me and providing added pressure every time something fucking went wrong. Yeah, like that was in Kiwami too. Yeah, like bitch, you're not taking care of table five. What they, the fuck is they wrong? They sent with real you? life yakuza to your house to help you play no. the mini game. <laughs> Scott and Jim are just my oh. nightmare some days. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Kiwami 2, that's the one where I did actually play the uh, the hostess game to the end. That's so fun. It has a really catchy song. It does. Oh, yes. So I've been does. thinking about this for my Yakuza playthrough that's like yeah. going to be perpetual to the end of my life, right? I keep thinking, like, shouldn't I, like, limit myself from certain side quests or, and or mini games in some games? But, like, how do I choose which ones? So is there like a mini game raider for Yakuza so I know which ones to skip? No. It's like <laughs> also, I would know why? like I would the know The answer is you cannot skip any of the mini games in no, Yakuza. No. No, the answer is I don't need I mean, to you can, I don't think but... my life is better for playing the car racing the little well, no, mini oh, car yeah. racing you in the first one, you know. A lot of that <laughs> stuff. Like but I don't know I, which ones to ignore. Like, which ones have good payoffs at the end if I stick with it? Like, I don't them. know. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about Yakuza is most You're of the payoff. don't actually have payoff. They're just there to be stupid. So if Except I don't like it after trying games, it, the don't do it. The ones are the only ones that kind of do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like if you don't get into whatever real estate game is available, you're losing out on a lot of money. Well, not everyone oh, has I, a real I estate. I fucking hated the real estate minigame in Like a Dragon. I hated it. I did not find really? it fun. But 
but I totally respect the people that do find it fun. I didn't. I'm, I, I was think... perfectly okay with not having oodles of money because there are other ways to make oodles of money. Uh, okay. I, but uh... do you need that much money? I've never found that I had to use it. That's it. Money is not really important in Yakuza. So I'm going to kind of piggyback off of you, Pascal, because I have been streaming Yakuza Like a Dragon. And so I just unlocked um, equipment crafting. And right before I went to equipment crafting, I went into a shop that had all of these like super expensive pieces of equipment. Like, I think the cheapest thing in the shop was a quarter million yen. And I'm like, I I got legitimately upset because I lost a fight and, and it's tripped me of 30,000 yep. yen. And oh. that just, that just hurts. It does early on in that game. Yeah. Then you'll like get later into the game and you'll have money hand over fist without even trying. Oh, and that's okay. not even doing the real estate game. <laughs> because I I want to go take lessons and better myself and I want to re- I want to buy books to read and I want to uh, uh invest in my weapon crafting girl because she seems awesome and I'm like well, and yeah. that that's where you spend your money in that game like she's the one thing spend your fucking money on the weapons crafting chicky she is she's a godsend for the whole game so, like that, that's where i spent most of my money i think i am basically at the point where i am about to unlock the real estate game so I think I'm, you're close. I I'm, think you're close. I am in chapter five and I'm about to go shake down the dude that was shaking me down in the homeless camp. Now is the From real estate asshole. game is that the same as it is in the um Kiwami games where you buy property and then have to send somebody to be like the manager, I guess, or whatever? Or the landlord? Kind of, but not really. It's got a it's different It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This one, you're you're running these different businesses, and you're trying to run up your stock price. And you make progress by doing better than other people in the clan organization. Yeah, the the other businesses in Yokohama. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I, I- I would say I skip probably the majority of the actual mini games just across the series as a whole, minus the uh, Hostess Club in Kiwami too. But I kind of like the um, like the taxi driving missions, like in Five. Those those are okay. That's hilarious because that's <laughs> in, the backtrack, in the backtrack. That's actually what we said. That's one of the only good mini games in Five. Ooh, taxi driving is so freaking good. It's so funny because it's just I, that's like, a part make sure I've you played. drive safely, and you're like, okay. no, hell that, <laughs> no way. I'm gonna try, but also fuck, <laughs> fuck, I can't drive. I so, hit somebody. Fuck. I am. Um, well, <laughs> I have a weird it, problem that, with Yakuza like a dragon because I unlocked dragon carding. I, no, no, but you don't understand, Anna. In Yakuza Five, when you do the taxi game, you can listen to Daytona. Let's go away while you while you do the taxi driving and it's amazing. <laughs> Anytime no. I think about taxi driving, guessing? all I hear is in my head is yeah. What yeah, do you mean yeah, it kind of yeah, wasn't? Yeah. You are a liar if you say yeah. it kind of wasn't. No. <laughs> you think of the offspring? 
<laughs> yeah, because it's it's right. like the one of the big That's songs the one, in Crazy Taxi. You want t- one of the taxi? big songs. The entire soundtrack is the Offspring. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. like eight amazing eight Offspring songs on a loop. I don't like that songs. I want Daytona. All right, right. We have to so have our big. We I, have to have a big cage match. I unlocked the Daytona uh, soundtrack versus out. Uh, what was it called? Outspring. Out. Uh, the, the offspring. offspring. The offspring. In a cage match. No. Who wins? Who wins? So the Send dilemma that I'm having with dragon carding is you have to hold down the R2 trigger. Oh, that must mm. hurt. It does. Yeah. Oh, this, not good uh, for you. this mini game does not have accessibility baked into it. Do I need to get you a new yeah. controller? Yeah, I need a new um, PS4 accessibility controller that has that extended paddle on it so that I don't have to press down Wait, like that. you have one. You don't like using it. Yeah, because the controller sticks are falling apart. But I can put new controller sticks on. Well, then put new controller right, sticks talk on to it me so later. I can play Dragon Card. Uh, talk to me later. Yeah, I'll right do that, now. and I'll put the paddles on, and we'll give it a go. Yay! Because I want to play it. Some some like old granny who came and flirted with me was like, let's race, baby. It's like, <laughs> we just have to find the little magnet key. Remember, that's the that's the controller Glenn was complaining about. Like, if you lose that magnet key, you're screwed. Oh, did we lose our magnet key? I don't key? think so. I think it's in the case in the in the drawer, but we oh, just okay. have to find it. Sounds good. Riveting um, scuff, podcast talk about, about where you guys keep your tools scuff in your house. Hey, actually, <laughs> but we need legit, to know which drawer. Legitimately, I need I need answers. What is the best, most what? The Xbox Elite controller is pretty awesome. What's an equivalent yeah. for the PlayStation? I don't like on PlayStation Five. There's nothing. There's absolutely yeah, nothing. Preferably, right now. if I'm going to invest in a new one, I want it to work with PS5 as well. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as I know, like, there are no, all, all the PS4 controllers do not work with PS5 it games. That's just their game. Work line if you're playing sucks. a PS4 game on PS5, just they like, will not work with a PS5 game. game. Yeah. And I mean, Glenn actually had to send his PS5 controller physically to someone to get it um, altered for so accessibility. Yeah. Oh, man. But you're right. We should ask him. He would know, wouldn't he? Yeah. Ask him if there's anything new. I will, but how about maybe after the podcast? That's what I meant. Oh, okay. What's next? So, Pascal, do you like Yakuza 5 so far? Okay, yes. Where are you sitting? Big caveat on that. Remember I was saying earlier about being tired. So that extends to Yakuza 5 does not want want me to play it. Like, there's hours and hours and hours of talking and, and, Mm -hmm. and and videos and movies and more talking. <sighs> so coming home from work uh, and trying to play Yakuza 5, it has put me to sleep more than any game in recent memory. <laughs> but that isn't, that doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I was so yeah. surprised about how much plot there is in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Whoa. Oh, there's, I don't no, know Yakuza that is, Are you talking yeah, about those baby, bo- baby guys? he's my um postmate now i'm making a never mind your pound mate you mean pound mate yes um what all right what? so in yakuza You're like a dragon i don't do i want to know this oh yeah, yeah. i don't there know that a, i want to know this there's a summon system oh no 
But why did you call it pound mate? So they're called it's, pound it's mates. Called. You, you don't don't talk about pounding guys and not expect me to have ideas of. What oh. oh no, no, no! Well, That's Chris, exactly Chris how it baby, starts, Chris. So. Because oh, no, 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 someone no, no, hands no. you a flyer and there's a whole bunch of sexy silhouettes, mm. but he doesn't notice that it's dudes. So he okay. calls up the number and like this huge dude who is clearly American, like. Been in lands all in from <laughs> the roof of a nearby building and is like, I'm your pound mate. And oh, he's no. got no shirt on and he's like glistening in oil and he's super muscular. And he has maces for hands. Yes. Yeah, no, I love him. He's he's in all mm. the Yakuza games. Oh, like he'll either train you or like he'll have a mini game associated. Oh, he's he is a dull light. So that Delight. was my first summon. That's a pound mate. And then I did a side quest where the leader of the local Yakuza um, is like a diaper baby. Diaper baby! And so I resolve their problems. And he becomes a pound mate for me. Oh, no. Now wait till you find the uh, the crawfish. Oh, oh, oh. And then next I unlocked Nancy Chan. There you go. That's That's, that's the most Nancy important Chan. one for the whole game. Nancy Chan, you can use on every boss and make them your bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I've had, I um, I accidentally stumbled into a high level area on my way to Dragon Cart. And so I'm like, I am never going to beat these guys. I know Nancy Chan. Nancy Chan. Chan, Chan, don't, don't. Nancy Don't be that. that. I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't be that. Nancy Chan. I apologize. I shouldn't correct. It's cool. <sighs> you do it because you're a snarky bastard. I do it because I'm a... No, that no, that was actually right. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. So which character are you actually on, Pascal? Are you still on, like, Kiryu, or...? No, um, I'm on chapter... I'm in the last chapter of um, Saijima. Oh, Saijima! Okay. I love Saijima. Do you get so to that, play as it... Majima in this one? No. 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 Well, okay, so wait, okay. Uh, don't say anything because it's going to be spoilers for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, when, you, when you bring up Majima, you guys know what I'm talking about. I was going to ask if there are any games that you could play as Majima. You, you only zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. Okay. zero is the only one where... Oh, no, and uh, Dead Souls. Okay. Well, and there's that. And Project oh, Cross Zone 2. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, never mind then. But, yes, I was, I was just having this conversation uh, in one of the... Um, in one of the discord channels yeah um about that and i think i've said this on the cast before too that i think um playing zero before actually playing kiwami like for anybody who never played yakuza before is better to it's better to go in um what would that be the chronological order yeah 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 that rather than the order they were originally released in is what you're saying i i think so i would argue for that what they meant for yeah I, I think that's how they intended it. Like it's just at that point, like most people had already, you know, probably played. Uh, one I don't know about that. I don't think people had played like two and three and four. Yeah, I mean, um, for... yeah, but I just saw you on uh, how long to beat right before you turned that away. Yes, before sir. you turned yeah. it off, yeah. See, Chris probably already looking up like which Yakuza game should I is the oh, shortest. That so log, that's the one man. I'll start. I have with. that logged. I've already I've already <laughs> done that work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Yakuza Like a Dragon is my first Yakuza game. So I watched a playthrough of Zero, so I'm not going to actually play Zero myself. Samsies. Once you already 
once you've watched it. Got Actually, it. maybe that's what I should be doing for these other ones. Just watch them and then play six or seven, whatever the current one is. Lad is seven. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I forget what month last year, but I started zero in, I don't know, let's just call it Apparently October. Five is the and long one. What the heck? Five is yeah, long. Five is huge because it's five plot lines. Yeah. It's five part plot of, lines. That's part of the problem, problem with five is it's just a little bit too, they tried to do a little bit too much and were it's a too big long for the bridges. And the payoff is not great. Mm. Like that's, that's well, the one thing I always tell people when they play five is just lower your expectations, except that some of the plot lines are weaker than the others. And, what, you know, Sajima? I just, Sajima is one of the better ones, unfortunately. Better, really? Because um, it seems so, like, superfluous. I would, the like, I would next, say you can cut his. Let's put it this way. You're going next You're into. Yet. Yeah. Here's the thing. Sajima I know which one's does next, get yeah. better. The next one is Akiyama. Yeah. And Akiyama, I'm going to just tell you right now, if you like him as a character, really temper your expectations because he's oh. the one that gets shit on. I do like him, yeah. He's, he he's the plot line that gets shit on. Um, and he's the one that... He has to hang out with Haruka. Well, he has to take you care have of to Haruka. With Haruka, but he's basically kind of shoehorned in. How old is he in this one? She is like 13 or 14, I want to say. Is this Which, the one where so, she's trying to be an 16. idol? Or yeah. is that the yes. next one? Yeah. This is the one with dance battles. Yes. So, so yeah. How is so, that so, bad? That shouldn't be a bad thing. No, no. Haruka's <laughs> plot is good. Okay. This is the thing. Her plotline is good. Her plotline being paired with Akiyama is shit. Ah, okay. It's the problem of his character is the shoehorned character in. Mm. And it's a shame because he, he deserves better than what yeah. he gets. And then when you get to the last plotline, you'll really realize that. <laughs> he he like, was great in four. He was the highlight. I know. He's one of the best characters in the series. I wish they uh, had taken out um that police uh in that, <laughs> that cop and just done like yes. another chapter of Akiyama instead. Doesn't that feel like that conversation we had in Backtrack? <laughs> so I haven't listened like, to the Backtrack yet because I don't want to spoil it, right? But I listen. I I've already made myself a note. Listen after finishing the game. Like I I really want to hear what you guys have said. <laughs> Tanimura is the same problem. Like Tanimura, you sit there and you go, "Fuck!" His plotline is so useless to the story. He's not an interesting character. Like, get the fuck out of my game. Yeah. And he's a douchebag. So, like, which doesn't like again. He's not likable in any sense of the words. It's like, why can't I have another Taiga chapter, another Akiyama chapter, and another Kiryu chapter? I'd rather have that. Let's yeah, shoot in this fourth character that nobody likes. But I don't <laughs> want another chapter of On the Mountain. Like that's I've had enough of that now. <laughs> Too much in mountain. the mountains. Too much um, Hokkaido. <laughs> yeah, you've done so, enough of hunting. Yeah, and I got sucked into more of it than I even wanted to, just because if there's an um, <laughs> if there's an icon on the map, like I goes to it, you know, and yeah. and they won't like let it die. Like just at least if um if it requires me to like talk to somebody first to to uh to kick off the the, su- the submission or the sub story, I can pretend that I don't know about it and move on with the story. But as long as there's like a waypoint, even an optional one, I have to go and do that. <laughs> it's just how I feel. All right. And so I spent longer on the mountain than I really wanted to. Whoops. <laughs> are you um, in Hokkaido at least now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm there and I've done. So it looks like I've done all the, because what, because of course, again, what do they populate the map with right away? 
18 sub stories. So I've, oh, I've yeah. gone and done all of those. I think I've got one more left. And then yeah. I'm kind of hoping like just cruise to the next character already. Yeah. But um, so a little side note for um, for actually for Yakuza 4, like great game. What a what a weird like moment when uh, I think this isn't like too much spoiler, but uh, when Saejima washes up uh, at the orphanage and has that moment with Haruka where he like pins her to the floor. What? Yeah. That's the thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. So she's, you know, she's just a teen in five, right? So at that point, she's what, like between 10 and 11 years old? Something like that. And he's he's out of prison. So he ends up like pinning her to the ground and this slow, like, camera pan, like, up her body. (laughs) Like, okay. No, that's, that was one of the weirder moments. I, yeah. And like, to give it credit, like, the whole Yakuza series up to that point has stayed, like, kind of, away from stuff like that yeah. well it usually does reverse you know fan service in a lot of ways sure but like that's silly you know like weird, like, like the babies you know like the man babies like stuff like that that's okay um but like here you <laughs> has never all even consenting adults like as weird as a game yeah. as it is whatever and, and in the first like four games Kiryu. uh He's, he's like the virtue personified. Oh, know? yeah. He is as chaste as they come. No he's woman so virginal. Ever, I don't think he knows what sex is. Um, I've gotten the well, impression that he doesn't know what sex is. Well, Remember he, when again, he was doing the videotapes or whatever in, in Zero and in, uh, the phone yeah. calls? Yeah. Well, he knows what it is because there's that photography minigame sure. in Kiwami 2 where yep. they brought in like live actresses and you have to photograph them as they do their routine. Mm. And they... I think, uh, you know, it, well, I mean, it's it's not like sex per se, but it's more it's actually pretty silly. <laughs> well, there's lots of bikinis and suggestive like poses. Yes. Or or lingerie, I guess. I don't know. Wait, how would I even yeah, know that? I don't know. It's called gravure modeling. Oh, yep. that's in the game. Ew. Well, it's in the Kiwami. Yeah. So I'm, I feel like that's probably not in the original. That seems that. like an addition. Sam would know if anyone would. That sounds like a side game to skip. It's a weird one. <laughs> it's a weird one that I know I did all of. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone shocked? No one should be shocked. <laughs> Again, I, I'm all for it. Oh, God, this is really perverted and really silly. Okay, I need to see this. And then, you know, Scott's the commentator in the background. He's like, sex her up. <laughs> like, I'm trying, you asshole. There was a um, there was a skill that you can unlock in Yakuza 4 by doing, I think it was one of the ones where you, um, it was a revelation. And it has something to do with Kiryu kicking his 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 enemy in, well, in in the balls, okay? Yep. And then the, uh, the title they gave it made me laugh out loud. And I, I wish I had written it down, but it was just like, it was like you've learned the essence of like grape juggling, or I don't know, you know, it was something along those lines. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> oh god, no! This series has just some really brilliant moments. Oh yeah, and, I mean, this is why they keep coming back. Like one of my favorite side quests is I try to remember which one it was in. Like my my mind's cottage cheese, but there's one where it's this little boy wants to know about porno magazines. There are porno magazines. 
in a vending machine. He's just like, I don't know why people keep going over there, but like, I need to know what's in there. So you have to dodge like women who, you know, are kind of in your way to and go we'll get look this at kid. You Yep. To go get a porno mag. Porn mag machine. <laughs> yep. And then you go back to the kid after you get the porno mag, and he's like, "Now some rules. One, don't hide it under your mattress. Your mother will find it. Two, you know, keep it in its packaging. Three, for the love of God, hide it somewhere safe. Your mother will find it. Three, make sure you have tissues handy. Four, for the love of God, like hide it safely. Your mother will find it. <laughs> like just, just the way Kiri's like. But didn't you were going not, to get caught. Didn't the kid not want it afterwards? <laughs> and that, that's the joke of it. At the end of all that work, it's like, Ew, the kid's like, I don't want this. this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, here you, you are, you're so sweet, but there's, so dead. There's um, a mini quest that I did in Yakuza Like a Dragon where a guy ran out of a soap land without his clothes. Oh, and has the 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 bundle of uh, soap suds around yep. his yes. nether regions, <laughs> and um, yes, yes. you you have to get him to a clothing store without any of the grannies or nope. other mm-hmm. types of water being thrown land on um, him. They had a similar recurring character in several of the other games, or or maybe it was just an yeah, you know what it was probably just in Kiwami one and two, like an old man who uh, wearing like a loincloth, and he. Everywhere he shows up, he just thrusts his groin. Like that's his, <laughs> that's his animation pose, right? And he and he typically shows up in hostess clubs or um, at the uh, what is it, the telephone clubs or anything that has to do with like trying to find a way to, uh, you know, dip his stuff. I guess. Um, there's like a kind of wild collection mini game in Yakuza Like a Dragon, which kicks off with a, um, not a streaker. What do you call it? They run around in a trench coat and they open up the trench coat at you. Flasher. 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 Yeah. Flasher. And the so, Yeah. On top of that. <laughs> um. Sujimons. Yeah. So you end up meeting this weird professor who wants you to collect data on all of the bad guys that are running around the area. And he calls it his Suji Dex. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, like oh, yeah, no, Pokemon. The quest. Yes, oh, and no. and wh- every Fine. time you register a new enemy in it, they're called Sujimons. Have you completed this um, sub story? I I have. It, it takes forever because yeah. you have to get all of them. And there are different um, foes available in the day and at night. And some of them are too high level for me to take on right now. You'll get there. You're dear. So just playing any of those games is is kind of like a labor, right? But it's it's an entertaining labor. Like it's it's hardly ever dull. But man, it's a, like you just have to say, okay, you know, I'm going to devote two hours to reading text and doing a bunch of like story content that has nothing to do with the actual like plot of the game. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was on stream. I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. And I actually looked at my save file and I was like, Oh my gosh, I've played this for like 18 hours. How did, how am I this far into the game? It feels like it's totally been flying by. You still got a long way to go. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't even but, locked, so, unlocked a second job on anybody yet. Mm, that I've got that game queued up, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of like Chris. I I want to play them in order. So I still have 6 and then probably I will 
I, I imagine I'm going to pick Judgment Eyes up at some point, or what we just call it Judgment, I guess, right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Judgment. Yeah. And then uh, Dragon, but yeah, Yakuza Five is a little um, self indulgent for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a nice I mean, way some of saying it. parts of it, like what we were talking about, like the the things that it does well are more like mechanically. It is kind of the pinnacle of those PS3 era games. Like the combat in it is definitely better than it was in in three and four. And uh, at the time you could really, I don't know that you can tell as much difference now with the, uh, with the remakes that have been done on the modern consoles. But at the time it was like a graphical step up as well. You could really tell a big difference between five from three and four, but yeah, no, I think you still can say so. But now it feels much more like going back and even playing five, it still feels much more, um, it feels of the age because for so long now everything has been seamless and you know you go back to five and now you have to click on a button and every single time you want to go into a shop or a, a restaurant or something like that and then you know once once they got onto ps4 that all just became completely seamless so it gives it gives the a little bit of a different feeling like the cities anyway yeah um Talking back about um, Yakuza Three for just a second, I think um, that I was always expecting that was going to be like the one I either would love or hate, kind of. Yeah, it just seems to maybe like stand out so much. But um, I don't remember what my point was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, kind I, of I like would... Yakuza Three. I feel like maybe three that was the point. Like I. <sighs> Three was I the first it. one I started with, and I do like it a lot. I kind of want to replay it now with the new localization that they put in for the PS4, mm-hmm. um, just to see what has actually changed. There's parts of it I don't like, and I don't think there's parts of it that have aged well, but I also look at it and I go, you know what? I, I will always have nostalgia love for it. Yeah, yeah, I played that when it came out on the remakes, uh, whenever that was last year, and yeah, I did actually still really. I was surprised how much I still liked three after all this time. Like it, it resonated a lot more because, like you, Sam, that was the first game I, first Yakuza game I played. So I had no context for any of the characters going on, and that, yeah. so the story kind of resonated a bit more the second time around. It's got some silly stuff in it, but I, I still really love. I still really like that game. It's it's got a sweet core, sweet you know, uh, uh, center at its core. Yeah, no, I. I love it. I do. I mean, I still don't know where it sits on the Sam's tier of Yakuza. <laughs> at some point, I guess, have to figure out, right, Josh? <laughs> have After to rank that the, the tier have to of Yakuza. The, the tier of Yakuza. We, we, at least I can admit I know what the first, the best game is. <laughs> still Kiwami 2. <laughs> still, yeah. Still Kiwami 2. Well, followed well, by Zero. Let me... Nothing else has let me punch tigers, so you know like, that has uh, to be top. And that always comes back, right? It always comes back to tigers. Kiwami too almost seems a little bit like the odd one out, the same way as three does. Like it. Hmm. Well, Kiwami too, you you got to remember, like it's just like Yakuza a stand, it, it's like a standalone game, kind of. It mm-hmm. is, and Yakuza two, like in its original in its original incarnation incarnation is a very different game than what you play in Kiwami 2 by a lot. Like you have to remember that 
the Kiwami yeah. version of 2 fixes so much that is wrong with the PlayStation 2 version, as well as updates a lot of elements. And there is stuff from 2 that comes up in other games. Like, anything related to the Omi Alliance always goes back to 2. And, yeah. like, even in Like a Dragon, there is references to Yakuza 2. Uh, Yakuza 4 or 5, one of them, has references to 2. Yakuza 6! Definitely <laughs> as references to do. So two uh, is this weird that one that is. Yeah. But that's it. Like two is one of those games where it, it is a standalone game in a lot of ways, but when you play the later games, you realize what a level of influence it has in the overarching world. Because um, again, the Omi Alliance and the Korean Mafia, like they are very integral to certain games. Oh yeah, and in, in Lake of Dragon, they are yeah. like the Korean mafia that you have in like a dragon comes out of the one from two. Like they are people who were from the original uh, Korean mafia clan who became something kind of different, but there's a lot of references when you meet um, one of the characters and he will tell you like his relationship to the Korean mafia that's in Yakuza two. And they will, you will have like full references to that story. Um, which I like was completely in love with, and I was totally screaming in my house over uh, when I got them because <laughs> it was like, "Oh my god, it's connected to two. And Scott's just like, "Yes, dear." I was like, "But this is connected to this in six, and this is this because as I again, I'm I'm of the mind I I I love that Yakuza Seven is its own game in a lot of ways. I have to kind of always caveat that with the fact that the last few chapters are a little cruel to newcomers of the series. They are. And it's not on purpose. It's more just when you have the knowledge of the other games in the series, the plot points at the end of the game make a fuck ton more sense. When you yeah, get to the end, you, you might actually be fine. Like You'll still be like, oh, that's cool. But for like hardcore players, it's a big revelation. Yeah, even something like 3 that is kind of like its own chapter, like... I I imagine what if somebody had um, started on four or or just skipped three or whatever, and um, I don't know. You, you, there's so much. There's so many connections that you miss because it's just it's the same story. It's the story that goes all the way through. I couldn't imagine yeah. not not playing three in the middle or or not playing two and just you know moving past it and going to four. Like you said, you, you guys said you started with four. I started, started with, with three. three. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Okay, I misremember. That's okay. My roommate actually started with four and he had admitted like, he's like, this is a great game. He's like, but I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, I'm like, because you're it. missing a lot. Yeah. I was like, with the new characters, they have connections, but they're not at that point, like Akiyama and Taiga in particular, like you knew they were going to come back in other games because their storylines felt a little unfinished. And Taiga in particular, because he has such a, a huge connection to Majima and Majima's family you knew that Taiga was going to kind of be important. That's why, like, when you get Tanimura's storyline in 4, it feels like the odd man out, because it just, it doesn't really fit yeah. with anything. Whereas Kiryu, if you start with 4, my god, you don't have a fucking clue what's going on with him. You can watch the history, which is what my roommate did. He's like, but he's like, I still feel like I'm missing so much information. With, with Yakuza 4? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. I spent a whole day reading the summaries of the previous games, and it was like, there's no. I remember thinking distinctly, 
um, they're making this up. There's no way that games have actually done what they're saying this does. Like, this story is too crazy and epic for there to be games and about this. And it's all real. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's that's kind of the fun of the series. Like, I I do love the people who are starting with Like a Dragon because in one sense, Like a Dragon is a love letter to RPGs that we all know and love. The Pokemon, Dragon Quest. And Ichiban is a wonderful protagonist in that he is so vastly different from Kiryu. You know, he is he is your himbo. He is this happy little himbo who just loves his family. His family rejects him. He's just like, I just want family. <laughs> Love me, a himbo. And you, you, know, you play the game, you play his story, and his story is one of the most beautiful things that you will play in a video game. <laughs> like, it just, it's beautiful, and the ending is wonderful, and its connections to the other games are really solid. It's just one of those things where, like, Again, if you're a newcomer, there's just going to be bits where you're kind of going, oh, I don't get it. And especially because it follows six. And six, the connections with six and seven, they're there and they're kind of important. So, ooh. on one hand, it's like, play like a dragon. Love it. Just be aware. Shit might not make sense in one part. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for you to get to six. No, you really enjoy it. It's great. I plan on playing it in time for the, the backtrack uh, episode for it. This time I'll be prepared. It's so <laughs> wonderful. And six, six is weirdly underrated at times. But it's like, no. Six, when you play it, like just Kiryu gets the proper finale. The finale that he deserves. And it does so much right. The story is fantastic. Like, there's just... You're glued to it. Once you start it, like, I found with six, like, I didn't want to stop playing. Whereas five, like, I remember when I was reviewing it, I was like, I know I need to review this, but Jesus fucking Christ, is this taking too long? (laughs) So, yeah! Well, some people crap on six because it didn't have as much side content. But, like, the central story was so good. And that's kind of it. Like, I didn't mind that there was a little less stuff. Yeah, that's okay. Because <laughs> it's like, no, this is this is supposed to be finishing someone's legacy. Like, let's make them the focal point. Uh, look, all I need to know is, do they have an epic rooftop finale? Because every game must have something on the rooftop of a building at the end. There is shirt ripping off. I yeah. had that at the start of the game. And you will get more of it. If you Sweet. play them all, you'll you realize, holy shit, every game ends on a rooftop of the tallest building around. Yakuza yeah, is a soap opera. Once you recognize that the series is just a giant, you know, masculine soap opera, you start to realize, like, how fun it is. And I love those rooftop scenes. They're just so ridiculous. Like, I'm telling you my feelings while I rip off my shirt. <laughs> Look at my cool back tat, but also well, it, feelings. And in Yakuza 4, it's four heroes on the roof with four villains, and they all go off in separate sections, and all of them rip their shirts off yep. one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yep. Oh, it's great. You've skipped some games, Anna. So it's it's one of the few times uh, where a multi-stage like final boss, you know, is okay because this is a final boss uh, gauntlet, but you want all four of the 
um, all four of the showdowns. Like you, you enjoy each one, you know, because it's the different characters. All right, anyway, and I hope I hope everybody's enjoying the hour long Yakuza talk here. Oh my gosh, yeah, we should move on. Oops. Um, I have also been playing um, Regalia of Men and Monarchs. So is, I is feel that the like sequel of Two of Monarchs and Men. No. Wait, is it Monarchs and Men? No, it's Men and Monarchs. Maybe it's one or the other. I can't remember. It's called you Regalia. Put Monarchs of Men in the in the spreadsheet. Okay, I I might have written that backwards. Um, so I was absolutely dead certain that Chris had recommended this game to me, and he says he didn't. I don't but know anymore. It is half tactical RPG and half town building and relationship building. Ooh. Um, it has some small flaws, which um, I have found ways to circumvent. Like, the combat is painfully slow. So what I did is I set it to easy, and then I made my damage 180 times more effective, and enemies damage 80 times less effective. <laughs> so you're just kind of doing away with combat. So I basically one-shot everything except for boss mobs. Are you enjoying that? Yes. Okay. Because you're enjoying the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, the only other thing that kind of drives me crazy is I'm so used to games auto-progressing voiced scenes and there is no option to do so in this game and it drives me crazy but that is not a game problem that is a me problem but the voice acting in this game is really good the script is really funny the relationship building is fun and the time limits are reasonable so yeah It's like Atelier kind of meets tactical RPG, but the combat is too slow. It it just needs better, faster combat. Yeah. Um, I think it was a Kickstarter game, so I don't think it's getting more updates. But it's... Oh, we're getting a cello solo on stream. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, Sam, this is what your points have got you. Yay! I'm fine with that. You call, that's what's called a cello solo. We call it a cello solo because the okay. way the light goes up. Yeah, that, that's precious. Just <laughs> licking your bits, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. Also, um, just it randomly popped up with that, and I was like, "I have points to spend. What does this do? Show me your pet." It's really not meant for RPG cast. That's okay. Like I just push buttons. Scar. My favorite thing is to spend points when Scar streams so that he spins the wheel. He, he and did then it. I refund them back to myself. Because <laughs> I have Chris! channel admin. <laughs> just, if you're going to cheat like that, just have RP Gamer give you like 100,000 You can't points. hand out points. You can. No, you can't. You can. Do it. You have to be logged into the RP Gamer account. I have been. Okay. All I can do is refund. I'll show you how to do it later. Right. Anyways, um, I I like sat there and spun the wheel every five minutes when it came up on Wednesday <laughs> when he did an impromptu stream, and he had Great. to do seven shots. 
got Wait, a shots? Yeah. Yeah, so what he but does now two? is whatever game has been spun the least, and there were two that were tied on Wednesday, every time it lands on that game during that stream, he takes a shot. I see. So, so he can just make up. Everybody can just make up their own rules to be to become drunk on on stream. Is what we're saying. Now. Uh, yeah, as long as you're safe about it. Yeah. Well, you're definitely home if you're streaming, so I guess that's safe. So I okay, got him kind of drunk on Wednesday. Well, I'm going to play a drinking game every time a sub story pops up on Yakuza Five. Beep 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 beep. beep. Oh. Yeah, you're screwed, Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> My liver's screwed. <laughs> Your liver is just going to be crying. But it's okay. It's fine. You'll fine be now. fine. It's fine now. All right. Sorry, I had to count my cross stitches. And if you're not no. watching live at twitch.tv slash rbgamer, you have no idea what I'm doing. I'm cross stitching while we do the podcast. Yay! Cross stitching. <laughs> I'm hey, just Josh. taking Twinkie off the hook. Hey, Josh. Josh, what have you T- follow up that awesome Yakuza gameplay by telling us about the game you've been playing? <laughs> yeah, uh, real exciting. More, more Mass Effect Andromeda. Because because uh, um, the near replicant comes out next week, and I'm going to pick that up and play that. So I've kind of got like this time, and I've just kind of been stretching out Mass Effect. Because it's a weird game because you can get to the uh, essentially to the last mission in like 20 hours. It will just unlock and you can go finish the game whenever you want. Or you can just kind of putter around and do, you know, like loyalty missions and all the other kind of normal side stuff that a Mass Effect game would have. So I've just kind of been puttering around the last week or so doing that kind of stuff. Um, it has grown on me some because the the cast... I don't want to do one of those like, oh, it it gets good after thirty hours. Like, no, it's not. It's not so much that. It's just the cast. <laughs> no, does this game grow never on. gets good. <laughs> so you can finish it in twenty, and it gets good at thirty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not, not a great game design. As soon as as soon as you finish, by, then it's by, good. By <laughs> Ten hours after you finish it, it finally gets good. You you stop feeling hungover and terrible. <laughs> It's one of those things like and I'm it's I can't put myself back in the place where I was when, you know, the first time I played Mass Effect. Uh, so I imagine it was a similar experience back then. But it's just one of those things where the longer you spend with your cast hanging out with them, the more affection you develop for them over the time. Is that like and, and so IRL I, or in the game? In the I game, was just thinking that too. Like okay. other like points just, that it builds I felt up. Like for you? I needed to clarify that. Are you building up affection meters, or? Well, no, no. I mean, just like you, you are it spending a lot more time with them, and I'm IRL. I'm getting to where I like them more. Yeah. Okay, so IRL. Yeah. IRL. Yeah, we Sorry. call that um, a Stockholm syndrome. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read a book about Stockholm syndrome. At first, I hated it, but by the end, I kind of started to like it. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Josh. Oh, no, no. that's no. The Sorry, thing is, I lost that my train of thought there for a second. The game, Anna, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if I if I had paid sixty bucks for it, I'd probably be upset. But it's on Game Pass for free, so you know, so no, whatever. 
and then I've also been playing a little bit more of Fantasian, but that that's really good. So oh, that balances well, out the meh that of still Mass. Good? Mass Effect. Yeah, that's still good. Mass Effects. Yeah. Mass Effect. Um, yeah, <laughs> Fantasian. Um, one of the the newest staff member. I can't remember his actual name right now. Uh, fully rendered. I forget what yeah. his real name is. Yeah, he hasn't been around long enough to. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he had, did an impression of it, and he's been chatting about it on Discord, and he seems to like it quite a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's a game like if you pine for like a the PS one era Final Fantasy games, it plays a lot like a PS one era Final Fantasy game. Only it looks gorgeous and not you know, horribly blocky like those games did. <laughs> so, you know, fantastic soundtrack, solid battle system, really interesting, you know, fairly interesting world to explore. I just finally got, got to a uh, an airship, so I'm traveling around now. I got, like, a full party, so it, it's good. It's one of those, like, if you have an iOS device, it's worth signing up for the, whatever, the free free month of Apple Arcade so you can play it. And then, you know, for everyone else, surely this will come out on Did you finish you know, Switch and everything. No. Oh, oh, no, no, no. How long does it take to finish? Can you do it in the, uh, the Well, you know, like, it, it, it's not fully out yet. They're, they're doing it in two parts. So it's the first part that's out now. It's supposed to be around 20 hours. I put, like, seven or eight into it, something like that. And then they're going to release at least the second half of the game later this year sometime. Which, which, of course, who knows when. I mean, they just dropped this right, you know, with absolutely no warning one day. So I assume it'll be the same thing. Sometime in October, they'll just show up one day on the App Store. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and his name is Jason. I just looked it up. So sorry about that, Jason. And the, the impression is on uh, on the site. Go read it. Yeah, We worked hard. Do it. What have you, you been playing, for? Sam? Oh, God. I'm going to save one of the games that I've actually listed for when we get to reviews, um, just so I can for talk reasons. a bit more about it. For reasons. Uh, so I finished uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales this week, and I fucking loved it. It wasn't it was just the more game- Spider-Man? It is more Spider-Man, but for me personally, I connected with Miles far more than I did Peter in this case. Mm-hmm. And just... I've been in kind of a funk with everything going on with the pandemic and whatnot. And so I needed a game that I knew I knew would kind of just give me life and give me energy and just swing it around New York, helping people, having Spider Cat in my backpack. Oh, Spider Cat. Cat. Um, just it did so much right. And I love Miles' story. And I love Miles as a character. Like he he is my favorite Spider-Man. Um, so just just the way that the story went. Everything was just so good. Um, and then immediately after I finished it, I started Saga Frontier, which I am having like my childhood come back in so many ways. So Saga Frontier was a game that my mom bought me when I was really young um, because I saw it in EGM and I was like, I want to play this game. This game looks cool. And my mom found it and she bought it for me and I would take it to the cottage and in the evenings I would sit and play it and spend a lot of time yelling at it. Because it's a game where, like, it's terrible at telling you what to do. <laughs> um, and so I've only ever finished two of the plot lines out of the original seven. Uh, Remastered has, like, fixed a lot of those things. Like, all the things that I don't like about the game. Most of them are actually fixed. 
like the game is now a lot better at like saying, hey, this is the next plot point. This is where you need to go. Or, hey, this is how you do these attacks. Um, so I've started oh, wow. it for the feature that we are currently working on. And I got assigned the character of Ricky. Uh, Ricky is one of the characters where he's a monster and his homeland is being destroyed. And he needs to find seven rings to basically make sure that Margamel does not get destroyed. So I'm actually on, believe it or not, I've only played three hours of the game and I have one ring left to get. Um, um, Ricky's one of the faster storylines and I didn't realize that because as a kid I was just, I spent more time yelling at me like, I don't know where the fuck to go, what the fuck is this, right? And now I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting through this game so fast, you guys! When uh, when Sam says she was assigned a character, the way I remember that going down in in on Discord um, is a little different. Uh, it's more um, Sam uh, threw a cursing fit uh, because uh, the character that was left available is, is not one that you wanted, right? <laughs> Until well, it was, you got it was Ricky or loot, and, and you were not I willing. Fucking hate loot. <laughs> I benched his ass so fast. So assigned (laughs) loosely. I know, right? I'm a little shit. (laughs) I ended up picking Ricky because, to be honest, Ricky was the storyline I actually also kind of had forgotten a lot about. So I'm really glad, actually, that I I picked Ricky over loot. Because I think if if I had to do loot, I just wouldn't participate in the feature anymore because that's how much I hate him. (laughs) Loot's storyline is awful because, for anyone who has never played Saga Frontier, because this game is non-linear... In a lot of ways. Loot's story is essentially, Loot wakes up and decides he wants to leave his hometown and become a big boy. Loot then goes to a city. Loot meets a, meets a captain of a spaceship and is like, I feel like her. You can go to the final boss afterwards. Like, okay. Loot's story is that quick. But the game is very bad at being like, you should maybe go do some side quests or, you know, go build his character because you literally only have those three points. So wake up, become a man Two, meet hot ship captain three, go to final boss. Like his storyline is that short. So when I was a kid, I used to get really angry because every time I would do it, I'd get really confused about what the expectation was to move his storyline along. Because I'd be like, there's gotta be more than just going right to the final boss. That doesn't make sense. So I have a lot of anger with this character, and I feel like the remaster, given a lot of loot story was actually cut out in the original version, should have some of that restored. Yeah, that was my question. There was a character that was more fleshed out this time around, and that's him, I guess. so it's him. Acellus also had a bunch of stuff cut from her storyline, and then there's Fuse, which is just, that is the new addition. And Fuse is in all of the characters' stories. Like, you can find him just about anywhere. And his story is sort of this weird, like, what-if, ridiculous encounter. But yeah, Loot, Loot was the unfortunate one where just, for whatever reason, he, you can tell he is missing stuff from his story. But again, when I was a 10-year-old kid, or 10 or 11-year-old kid, like, what the fuck would I would have known that? So as a kid, I, just, I used to get really angry with it, because I'd be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Whereas, like, all the other characters, and I actually owned the fucking guide to the game, too, as a kid. And loot's literally two pages <laughs> in the guide. Whereas, like, the other characters, like, you know, you could you could understand where the plot should be going. 
His, it was just like, okay, well, I don't understand what I need to do, which is why, like, I threw my bitch fit in the Discord because it was like, I don't want to play this character that I have bad memories of as a kid not understanding what I need to do. And again, even the guides that exist for loot really just reiterate the three plot points that I mentioned. So he's not a fun character to play as. And in general with Saga Frontier, because all the characters play so differently, like you're going to have a different experience based on which one you choose. Um, Like Blue has the longest story, and rightfully so. Blue is a very complex character. Loot has the shortest story because he's a fucking dumbass. There's there's the game in a nutshell. I actually have to figure out which character I'm going to play as next because, again, I didn't realize Ricky's was so short. Because <laughs> Ricky's storyline, Finding the Rings, is kind of interesting in that the rings are not gated behind boss fights. Some of them are, but the majority of them aren't. And you can actually just get a chunk of the rings really quickly by just hitting the plot points that you're you're told. The other thing I realized with Ricky's story that I didn't necessarily understand as a kid is Ricky's difficulty spike is actually at the beginning of his story as opposed to the end. Most games, like you would assume when a difficulty spike hits, it should be at the end. Ricky's is front-loaded because Ricky is the unfortunate character that also gets swallowed by the giant space worm Tanzer. Like, immediately after you finish the first part of Ricky's story, you go on a ship, and you get eaten alive. <laughs> and it's fantastic. But that boss can be really rough if you haven't really built your characters. And again, you can skip a chunk and then just get your ass handed to you, because this game is also great at being like, you do what you want, I'm going to bitch slap you somewhere in there. Somewhere. I'm not going to tell you when the bitch slap is going to happen. It's just going to happen. <laughs> like, that is... That should be what Saga Frontier is actually just. I'm secretly waiting for you to do something stupid so I can go bam and hit you. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) Except you expect a Saga game to be hard. (laughs) And that's it. You do expect it to be hard. And so far, like I said, I haven't had a lot of trouble in the storyline I've picked. But I know when I go back to some of the other ones, I'm going to have to be a lot more conscious of the skills that I'm building and which characters I'm taking with me. Um, but I'm liking the remaster a lot so far. Like, I'm just having a lot of, like, childhood feelings mostly. Like, even Scott came down the stairs. He goes, wow, the monster designs in this game are still pretty awesome. I said, well, in general, I'm like, the, the game is so clean looking now. Um, like, you can really see the finer details that the PS1 version doesn't have in the graphics. So it's it's been a really interesting experience. Now, t- I could also get to the stage where I get pissed off with it again, and then I put it away, and, you know, I'm like, I'm fucking done! Counting it in my backlog, fucking done, because I just don't want to do loot. Because let's be real, that's that's the problem. It's going to be it's what, gonna get loot. It's what you were describing, hard, or just not it's good design. That, that's part of it. The game is, you know? is unbalanced, and the design is not... It's quasi, so it's a fucking disaster, really. Um, but there are elements of the game that are fun. And again, for some reason, because this, this is the only Kawazu game I like, um, it's also the one that, again, it's like, keep hitting me. Just just keep hitting me, because clearly I'm okay with this, <laughs> right? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I am enjoying it. But like I said, you all might see a Twitter fit later where I'm just like, okay, I'm done with it. I'm over it. So um, Paul and I, Paul is the guy who wrote the review for it 
on the on the site, yeah, which is also up now. He and I were we had a, like a real brief chat during during his writing process where we talked about um, Unlimited Saga three, which oh, cool. I did the re well, I was I think it was last year. Well, yeah, obviously because um, I reviewed the remake and I wasn't a big fan of it. So I think just and and Saga Frontier I never got anywhere with as a kid. And then I think I tried Unlimited Saga once or twice, and well, that's a whole nother. A dumpster fire in and of well, itself. Unlimited Saga is just a stupid fucking game. Yeah. Statement stop. Stupid fucking game that is also fantastic at not telling you what to do. But the whole like saga uh, mentality just uh, for me doesn't work. No, I, I again, it doesn't work for me either. That's why this is the oddball game for me because I haven't enjoyed any of the other saga games I've played. But this one, I don't know if it's just coupled with really fond memories of my childhood or the fact that just there is something with it that clicks with me because I love the idea in Saga Frontier that just there are all these different worlds and you can kind of travel in between them and that everybody is interconnected in some way. Like I love that. And as a kid, I think that concept was too big for me at times. And now that I'm an adult playing this game, a lot of the game is connecting with me more and I'm understanding more of what the expectations are. Even if, again, I don't think the, the design in the game is necessarily good. Cause it's, it's not, there are definitely a lot of problems. Like I love Paul to bits. Saga frontier will never be a four for me. <laughs> I think there are great stories within it. And I, I am truly impressed how much people love this game. There are elements in this game that still exist from the original version that it's like, oh, why are you still doing this? This is bad design. Well, um, that's the thing. Why do a, re- a remaster and not... Again, but I think, most yeah. of it's fixed. That's the joke of it. Oh, most that's of it's good. fixed. It's little things. Like they're just There are little things I'm noticing that I was like, oh, I hated this as a kid. Yeah. Why is this still here? Oh, I feel why like there's is no way here? I would consider going back to it um, unless... like. Yeah, I, I really knew, like, okay, yeah, this is a, a way different experience than it used to be. Again, this, this version definitely has a lot of quality of life improvements. Again, just having the story points be visible so that you know what you need to do next is a godsend. Because it's, it's that, or you flail around like I did as a child, going, I don't freaking know where to go next. I don't know what to do next. Well, this random person wants to join me. I don't know why. Like, just having that alone, like, has made me really happy. Just because, again, I'm also not a patient person. Well, so if I don't know what to do next, well, that's kind of you can hear me screaming that, from Toronto. That, that's the kind of stuff that when they're going back and remaking or, you know, updating these games that they should be doing to make it yep. a little bit friendlier for. Yeah, like that, that kind of stuff just didn't happen 20 plus years ago. There were games that didn't have that kind of that kind of obvious progression to tell you where to go there, there yep. was a lot more of banging around to find stuff and they shouldn't be if you're going back and remaking the game you should tweak things to make it a little bit better it's a good thing absolutely you want it to appeal to a new audience not just mm-hmm. losers like me who have a weird fucking torch for it <laughs> <laughs> i'm a. Uh... I'm playing a, a point-and-click game, right? A remaster of a point-and-click game right now called Riddle of the Sphinx. Ooh! Is, oh, so you do know it? Okay, I so do. I forget when the original was released, but something like that. Like, it kind of follows a similar timetable, like 15 years ago, maybe 20 years. I don't know. Um, but it, it 
it's one of those where uh, so it's 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 like pretty um, faithful explore the inside of a pyramid kind of like it's fairly realistic and there are no um, hotspot indicators. So something on the screen might be like a hidden passage and you will have no idea you're supposed to click on it. And this is how the game works. You have to go all throughout the pyramid. And if you miss the tiniest detail or clue and there are no indicators of what they are or where you miss something, you will be stuck like for good. (laughs) So um, I was playing Techno Babylon a a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, that was the thing that I think was frustrating me about it is it has no interaction indicator. Like you can't hold down the shift key and see what all the things you can interact with in the room are. And so like, yeah, there were just times where the color intensity or just the way that the room was designed, I just wasn't seeing, I just wasn't seeing what I should be doing. And that, is that also a point and click game? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm having all these memories of like those old LucasArts games of yep. like Sam and Max putting ev- putting all the different combinations together to try and figure out what what would create the thing that would unlock the next yeah. door that I need to get through. Well, that's moon logic. That's that's you kind of expect that in a point and click game at some point. <laughs> but, See, um, I didn't grow up playing point and click games. My first point and click game was the um, Telltale. Uh, monkey island series i liked that and so like i have no moon logic and so when i try to go back and play some other point and click games and they don't have at least some level of transparency it is very frustrating for me because that is not my expectation including actual monkey island games there are some that are notorious for for their bullshit puzzle solutions oh yeah i they they put out the original monkey island trilogy on ios and i was so excited and i bought it and i played the first game for about an hour and just about threw my phone off the sky train because fuck that (laughs) oh yeah no i i actually just finished playing curse of monkey island and i ended up grabbing a guide for one portion of it because i was like i don't have patience for this guide this shit so I can just move the fuck on. <laughs> Back it. Um, and again, like, I love the remakes for the Monkey Island 1 and 2 just because they're, again, good quality of life changes in there, such as being able to have, the, you can highlight things in it just so that you're aware that you can interact with it or you can have the highlights show you where, like, doors are or different things that you can do. Like, little things like that matter when you're bringing something, you know, old to become new again, you need those quality of life improvements because not everybody thinks that way or not everybody is aware of those things or just for accessibility purposes. These are all like really good things to have <laughs> for sure. Uh, so pause, maybe, maybe we should try going back and playing like, for example, one of those old um, text interface uh, King's quest games or something <laughs> where there, where there is no uh, mouse cursor whatsoever that you have to try <laughs> Yeah, but if you don't type the I right have command, no spatial vision. So if I can't picture a map in my head, so if you have to be able to remember to go east, west, west, east, east, mm. west, I will never do that. I didn't even mean quite that far back. I know what you mean. Like you're thinking of like Zork or something like that. Um, it is but dark like the original, here. you will soon be eaten by a group. The original uh, King's Quest was a graphic adventure, but you um, instead of a mouse to control the character, you had to 
type uh, commands, but oh, everything cool. else was, was graphic. Yeah, mm-hmm. a graphic uh, display. But still, I mean, that's some that's crap. <laughs> If you um, misspell something, it's not happening. My friend has been encouraging me to play Broken Sword. Okay, I played the first two. They're they're good. That's pretty pretty standard stuff. Apparently, they have really good humor, which I appreciate in games. What about the Deponia games? Should you play those, Anna? What's Deponia? It's another point. They're steampunk point and clip games. No, they're free right now on the Epic Game Store. I I should totally go get them. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. They're cute. Well, the first three. I think there's a fourth one that you have to pay for. Oh no! But if you get that far, you'll know whether or not you want to pay for it. Yeah. (laughs) I've been designing custom PS4 controllers for you, Anna, over here. Cool. I'm looking forward this to seeing. This one will take a long time to ship. Basically, that's the that's the long and short of it is they're all backordered. Oh, really? Bummer. Everything's real long in the queue. Yeah, probably because there's still they a lot of shortages. COVID. And yeah, like Anna, if you want like another really good point and click adventure game that's not bullshit mm-hmm. in terms of like its puzzle design, Kathy Rain was great too. I know Kathy I really Rain. love that one. Yeah, it's good. Kathy Rain is really straightforward. It's got a very compelling story and it's not difficult in the slightest, like in terms of like the puzzles that it gives you. Like the puzzles are very straightforward. I mean, if you're going to plug Kathy Rain, you got to plug Gabriel Knight. See, I still need to play those ones. That's a, actually. That's oh, a vegan, what? isn't it? I know. I know. I'm, I know. I, I knew what? this was going to happen one day. Uh, the, I knew it was going to so the first Gabriel Knight is normal point and click graphic and everything, um, like the way Kathy Ray and all these other games are. The second Gabriel Knight, that's FMV. The third one is where they started going into 3D. So real like primitive looking 3D, I guess. Welcome to Adventure Corner. They're all. <laughs> Oh no, I, again, I love adventure games. And I've played, there are so many that I've played over the years that just have made me so happy. But Kathy Ka- Rain is one of the ones, like in recent memory, that I just, I loved it from start to finish. Well, I thought like, it was so good. If you like Kathy Rain, you'll love Gabriel Knight. But also, if you've played Kathy Rain, you've played Gabriel Knight. So. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think if like, there was another one that I really liked. I mean, that's my, my absolute number one favorite adventure. And I like Kathy Rainbow Gabriel Knight is definitely it. I still think I'm going to play it. Next time it goes like on super discount, I'm going to grab it. Because I'm willing to, again, I'll, I'll play anything. Tam is saying Quest for Glory. Now, there, there you go. There's your adventure RPG hybrid. Oh boy, Quest for Glory. I remember we used to have someone on the site that was like totally in love with Quest for Glory. And I think they ended up reviewing them all. And they created a whole bunch of coverage for them, and then they quit. <laughs> and there's a I more recent. Baker likes them too. Yeah. Uh, the, um, so, and I mean, I played Hero You, um, Rogue to Redemption. Yeah, here, right, and that's basically Quest for Glory. Oh. That's the same. It's the same designers. Yeah. So they have another Hero You game coming out this year, and like Emily is like, I'm totally getting your review codes as soon as I have them. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, no, I I want to play. Like Baker recommended one that also is kind of a love letter to Quest for Glory years ago, and it's free. And it's called Heroines Quest, and I remember really liking that too when I played it. 
So you could definitely look into that. It's it's not difficult either. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's a bunch. They got a lot of weird games from Michael Baker. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You and Adrian with your crappy game one upping. We haven't done it in a while, and like I kind of need to uh, possibly remedy this. <laughs> Should we start like a adventure game podcast? Google oh, Shang used to talk about starting a adjunct site called adventuregamer.com. Oh god, Aramis. <laughs> it already It probably already exists by now, but still. <laughs> that was years and years and years ago. <laughs> um yeah, all right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. To what? I editorial think, content. Yeah. That we've what was I playing? Oh. Uh, oh. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention what? I started playing WoW again this oh, week. I hate you all. And you were playing WoW this week, too. You, you've you been farming. I did some auction housing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Talk you, about you've been hunting wild, the monsters, Chris. right, Chris? So Chris is upset because on, I play WoW with my friend no, Vale to make sure that he doesn't we fall do. asleep after his infusions. Upset, but I don't want to play with play him. She play WoW with me. She plays it huh? with somebody halfway across the country. She's a jerk. How much gold did the... I Battered don't even know. It go for. Come on, Chris. It does. Nobody Everybody, cares. come on. Chris needs no. to hear our support. No. no. Oh, Chris. <laughs> no. Screw you all. Chris was mad because I got a huge high-level um, weapon drop, and I immediately equipped it. And Chris was like, no, that would have been worth like 100,000 gold on the auction house. Is that where this is all coming from, this whole thing today? Yes. What? what? Where's what coming from? Chris's state of mind. Is it all coming from this this weapon drop being wasted? That's funny. No. Possibly. No. Maybe. I can no. neither confirm nor deny. You don't know. <laughs> By the way, Chris Chris and Anna need this podcast so that they can be productive. Notice while, while we're talking Yakuza, Chris has designed custom controllers and Anna's cross stitch is like almost done. <laughs> It's not even yeah. close to being done. The well, problem with doing I'm, a Tetris cross-stitch is you can't do all the lines because then they'll disappear. You said it's Tetris. That hasn't been announced yet. I mean, that's uh, Chris, pretty obvious for us, Tetris. <laughs> On the stream. I, I, I think it might be obvious at this point what it is. What? It's Tetris. I'm thinking about getting you a Titan 2 controller adapter mm-hmm. and making it so you can use the elite controller on the ps4 <gasps> yes the controller adapter is 120 oh, oh god it's programmable Ooh. and it will work with the ps5 <gasps> okay that's probably actually worth this controller adapter is a freaking lifestyle okay you don't understand what i found here i'm kind of wondering though if there's other ones that i don't know about so. i mean here's the thing is like the other option ooh, is ooh. I stop pussyfooting around and just get a Microsoft adaptive controller because can I understand Dutch? Yes, I have a very basic understanding. Because of I Dutch. need your I need you to translate this website then. <laughs> Gamershook.nl. I, I can say things like Gamershook. Shook. Is that shock? And, and, S-H-O-E-K. Is that shock? And, and milk on 
The Titan Pro 2 is the first adapter to the PlayStation 5 support. Okay, at that point, we're asking here for us. Well, as far as in beta, there's no hey, need remember how, I, how excited I was that I was able to buy Hair Frog a game, and then it turns out we got sent to collections because that I didn't really pay for funny, the game? because you didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's they, the way they did the, thing, the way they did their billing was... Not like we do it over here. Yeah, so the way that it works is I pre-ordered a game, and I put a yeah. credit card down on it, and it looked like it accepted it, except they shipped the game, and were like, hey, you can pay us now. We've sent you your product. But that notice was in Dutch, so and I Anna didn't it. read it. Uh. <laughs> and I kept getting emails from them, and I'm like, oh, these must be marketing emails. So I deleted them, and then all of a sudden, it was collections or something. Things looked much more and I'm official, like, oh, and we're like, uh-oh. Oh, this is bad, and I sent it to Ninja, and he's like, lol, you got sent to collections. And oh, the problem geez. is... It cost a lot more after uh, it went to collections. Um, <laughs> no. for, for, and and here's, here's the best part. We couldn't pay for it because it requires a direct withdrawal from a bank in the Netherlands. They wouldn't let us yep, use a credit card to pay for attention. So for I we're ended like, up... We're not in the Netherlands. I ended up PayPaling my friend... And he paid off our collections debt for us. Oh my god. Yeah, there was like no real way mess. for us to do it. It was very weird. Lesson learned. Yeah, next time pay it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm not ordering from that store unless our friend's involved through the whole process. <laughs> so. Remember, she did this to save money on shipping. No, I didn't. I did it because I wanted to practice work. using my you Dutch. You did save on shipping. <laughs> Paid for it later. (laughs) I wanted to. I was so excited. I'm like, my Dutch is getting better. I went through this whole site. I registered for an account. I picked out a game and I paid for it. Yes. Look look at me go. Uh huh. Nederlands niet. Yeah, I uh, no. You don't you can't speak even say Dutch. that you don't speak Correct. Dutch. <laughs> it's surprisingly to similar German, to German. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is why we can pick out well, all right, never mind. English is similar to everything. Never mind. And dissimilar to all of it. Our language sucks. Oh, Chris, stop. Here we go again. <laughs> all because of my auction house. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So did you make any money on the auction house this week? I I don't make much because I need to go in and, and listen, I'm trying to learn how to make money in the wild auction house and I need a better tutorial because nobody actually wants to tell you. Everyone will tell you ways that you can make money if you have 500 accounts. Nobody will tell you ways how to make money with a few accounts because they keep those secrets close to their chest. And it's frustrating me because I feel stupid because it's like all these other people figured it out. How can I figure it out? And the answer is lots and lots of time. And I don't want to do it. So instead, I played Monster Hunter a bunch. And that was fun. You finished the main story. Yep, finished main story. Um, I'm out of monsters, uh, unique monsters to hunt. Finished the boss. There's, um, what is there to do there? Um, keep uh Farming decorations, having fun doing hunts with people. Otherwise, it's on kind of pause until the end of the month when uh, more monsters come out. Wait, Tan, that doesn't make any sense. Deutsch is German. 
Right. That's his point. People misspell it. People misread it. Oh, okay. Tam in the Twitch chat is like, that's why they call them Pennsylvania Dutch, because they speak Deutsch. And I'm like, but no. Yeah, they don't know, because they're Americans. Okay. Are you surprised? You're not surprised, After this week, no. no. Hey, COVID's ending. Let's get back into mass shootings. No. America. All the health insurance stuff I had to do this week. Oh, well. Sam, I will never complain about OHIP again. Yep. What does in vehicle vegan mean? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that means. Maybe we um, should go to that editorial concert. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, what about <laughs> you? No, it's not. It probably means you're getting like tax audited by them now or something. No, because that is always included in European purchases. Gehazu shop. Is this German? This might be German. Gawain fast Oh good lord, put it in the COD please put it in the in the chat box. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> what you can't tell by the way we're massively mispronouncing it? Wir sind der einzige deutsche Handler, der dem Kunden beim Einstellen helfen kann. Nur Ursuren Kunden. See, he's putting the right amount of anger into his pronunciation, so Yo, uh, it helps. The, the way to do it is imagine you're angrily eating a sausage while doing the thing. update PS5 and Xbox Series compatible compatible and I started watching um, Jojo Rabbit this week. Oh, no. It's, it's great. Is that particularly weird for, for a German? <laughs> Oh no! I don't know okay. what Jojo Rabbit is. It's is been long. Anime? It's been a long, no, long time. It's a. Uh, it's. A... Oh, it's about Hitler. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. A boy and his imaginary Hitler friend. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Oh no! And he has an. And Hitler shows up as his imaginary friend constantly. Mm-hmm. That's. It's quite funny. And uh, 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 the guy who directed the Thor movies. Uh, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, that's at Waititi. Uh, you can take Thor right out of that. It's mm-hmm. it's the guy from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Is um Scarlett Johansson in this? She is. Yes. Wow. This is a movie? This is a movie. This yes. is a movie. Is it good? It's on uh, Hulu. Why did you say you right started now. watching it? Like, Cause, it's cause it's we an are... hour and 48 minutes. You I know. Finish? I'm sorry. I am. Look. Um, Listen, yeah, we come to, to you for insightful Hitler-based commentary. <laughs> this is what you get us? Well, I think that's the only that's the only right Hitler commentary is the giving you comments. not what you want and oh, but... torturing you with, with less information than you need. Mm-hmm. And then telling you to go look it up your damn self. Aided only by his idiotic imaginary friend, Adolf Hitler, played by Taika Waititi. What? Jojo must confront his blind nationalism. Oh, so it's about coming of age and realizing that you're raised as a racist. Hey, Chris. Yeah, what's up? Editorial content. Uh, What about it? What about this? clearly having a party. Did we have any? Yeah, we did. You should tell us about it. Oh, I can do that. I was just looking at the total for our, our cart. Um, if While I'm doing that, if you could tell me... That ain't going to work. Um, 
How much does it cost after import VAT? Chris will only move the show along if we can help with his chores first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Saga Frontier has a remastered review. Yes, by Paul Shkreli. By Paul Shkreli. Didn't we reference this earlier? Yes. He gave it a five. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, So Pascal and I have both edited this, and I think it it was really hard to figure out a score. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Alex uh, took a pass at it. Maybe one or two other people. Quite, quite many people. It wasn't just the two of us. I think yeah. he ended up getting four or five people to edit. Yes. Oh, hence four out of five. Just the week of those reviews. Let's be honest. <laughs> so four or five people. So four out of five. Perfect. <clears throat> I'm not sure that's quite how it works. All right. Bravely Default Two. Anna, you reviewed it. I reviewed Bravely Default Two. Good for you. Yes. Four out of five. I can't believe I'm the first one that got to the review. I'm me. T- me either, actually. Don't give up a cynical tale review by Sam. You did it, Sam. I I also yeah. edited this review. And, uh, and Pascal edited this. This I was think I this. edited all three of these. <laughs> you this did. Was I didn't write a damn thing. No, you didn't. But you oh, were very good. Sam, helper. it got the same score you give everything else. Two and a half out of five. <laughs> yeah, I know it was great because I was talking with Paul about his review, and we were going back and forth about three and a half, or out of five, or four, or four and a half out of five. And I, I like for a lark looked at his review archive and I'm like, does he like consistently overscore or underscore? And I'm like, oh my God, how did he not quit before now? His highest review before this was a three. We just, we, he, he came on board and we gave him six crappy games all in a row. Yep. That's kind of the rule. And also Trial by I mean, fire. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> He's doing a great job. Um, so Cynical Tale was an interesting case because it's one of those games where there is so much good that is badly executed. <laughs> that is how I'm good ideas poorly done. Exactly. Um, you play this game for the story because the story is one half of it is absolutely beautiful and wonderful and perfect. The other half is why is this fucking here? <laughs> On top of the fact that I, unfortunately, after I finished the game, I got a corrupted save file. So that was a thing that happened. Uh. I've actually been in contact with the dev even since post-review. Uh, and he has been an absolute joy to work with. In a good He's way very un- way? In a great way. Oh, okay, good. He's one of those people where, like, I kind of... I was basically doing accidental QA for this entire game. Because the PC version... Apparently, when they ported it to Switch, just it, it's not a good port. And when I started to show the issues that I had, either by making videos for them to watch or taking pictures, it was like, oh my god, this game is not working the way we thought. And it was like it was it was a hard experience. And it's PC one of those things Switch where ports are are challenging. They are, and at first, like he was a little resistant, the developer, because he's like, I never encountered any of these issues. And so I took a video. I was like, okay, bitch, I'm going to show you what happened. And he was like, oh my God, I now understand why you're freaking out. I'm like, yeah, there's an accessibility issue. Um, there's just, this game has very promising and there is good ideas here, but yeah, the execution for it is not great. And the five hours I spent with it, like, again, I had some moments where I definitely laughed. Like, the writing is very wonderful. It's very funny. It's, and again, the cynicism element is not what you expect in a lot of ways. 
but then there are other things that the game does where it's just like, why is this such a mess? And yeah, like I didn't realize how bad porting from PC to Switch could be because in a lot of cases I've never really had to review a game where that's happened. So this is kind of my first one. Uh, it's a game where I'd say, hey, maybe play the PC version, which has been out for two years. Uh, if you're curious about it, maybe not play this version until it's been like patched to shit because you might end up like me with a corrupted save file. And then, you know, you finish the game and it's like, ha, I'm going to try this new game plus. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after reading your review, I I want to try it. But I think I might wait a little bit. I would say wait. And I mean, you are kind of right, Chris. Two out of two and a half out of five is like my favorite score. I've only given two fives in my entire career at RP Gamer. I still stand by my two fives. But most of the time I'm the queen of, you know, the three the three review. <laughs> I think I might have given two fives last year. I wrote a lot of reviews last year though. I don't I don't give fives. You have to do something incredibly phenomenal for me as a reviewer to be like, that's a five. I um, think the only review, five out of five reviews right that now. I gave. Five is not perfection. <laughs> no, but it's as close as you're going to get. I think the only review that I have on the old site that I gave a five out of five to is the Shining Force Game Boy Advance remake. Mm-hmm. No, I can tell you, like, off the top of my fingers, the two games that I gave fives to. One was Bastion, because Bastion is considered the perfect game in my household. Hmm. And Child of Light. And Child of Light, Ubisoft was, like, all over me. Are you on drugs? We should move on. What what are you (laughs) talking about? I love Child of Light. And when I reviewed it, I thought it was great. But those two are your five out of fives. Those are my two out of everything I've reviewed. Given how much I hear you talk about them versus Yakuza, I don't think so. You aren't reviewing right. (laughs) I reject you. All right. Cyberpunk Dreams Impression from Alex Fuller. You can go read that and then get some perspective of somebody with different perspectives about a game than you You were about to say taste, weren't you? I was about to say something like that, and then I decided not to because it was mean. But I failed. I'm sorry. Poopy. Poopy? Did you call me poopy? I did! (laughs) I called you poopy! You were going to make a poopy comment! (laughs) Don't you be making poopy comments? Look at my chocobos. Look at my chocobos. When Sam's f bomb Can you believe these chocobos? Do you really want to ride those chocobos? Gas them up with the greens and let them go? When when she calls you just poopy, watch out. (laughs) We did editorial content! Final Fantasy VII Remake got an episode intermission details. Well, that's your PS5 again right there. Yeah, what am I supposed to say about this? Um, it's the story PS5 details about the, extra content. I don't want to say the story details because maybe you're trying not to be spoiled. So things are going to happen. Yuffie's involved. That's yeah. all I'll say. You know, when's it coming out? June 10th. Um, and if you have the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for free, Except, but only if you've bought it via disc, <laughs> right? No. So if you or bought digitally. it, you as get long an as you upgrade. bought it with monies. If you got PS the PS Plus version, yeah. you do not get the PS5. Yeah. I, no, wait, I hold, on, was, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought it was if you own the PS4 version, you have to pay for the upgrade. No. Either way, you have to no. pay for the upgrade. Yes. You have to pay for the story chapter. Yes. You yeah. have Either to pay way, for the intermission. For the, if you buy the Sorry, PS5 yeah, version, you'll get everything. 
If you buy the PS4 version, you have to pay for the intermission chapter separately. If you bought it at all, you get an upgrade to the PS5 version without the the extra story chapter for free. Yes. If you didn't buy it at all, you're stuck with the PS4 version from PS Plus. Go buy the game, you cheap bastard. This is dumb. It is. And Square Enix are poopy heads. Yeah, it's too confusing. But this is Green Egg, stop being poopy faces. I mean, I want to be angry, but given some of the upgrade and bonus charts and and things we've covered in the past ten years on this show, this is pretty tame in comparison. Mm. Uh, well, I was going to say for Square Enix, this is oddly tame. Yeah, but it's still fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, no anthem roadmap. I'm like, I I got really yeah. angry at Square Enix this week because. When last week there was the World Ends With You trailer, I went to the Neo World Ends With You website and it was like, all right, I want to pre-order this game. I want it on Nintendo Switch. It took me to the Square Enix store and I swear upright, left, down, sideways. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start? Yeah, that it said Square Enix store exclusive on that page. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that blows since they charge like crazy shipping. But I guess I'll buy it here. Because I know I'm going to play it once and then never play it again. And so I was talking to a bunch of my friends and I was like, hey, just so you know, this is Mark Discord Store exclusive. And then like a week later, it started popping up at all the retailers. And I'm like, what the hell? Fucking stupid. So I was very annoyed because... And I had checked the page, and now it no longer says Square Enix Store exclusive. So, I'm sorry. I'm, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carrying on. What are we talking about now? Oh, right, I'm back. Chris Tales. Oh, this one's in dollars. Hey, stop over. being okay. distracted. Chris Great Tales has a launch date. It's in July, July 20th, 2021. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X or S, Nintendo Switch, Google Stadia. <laughs> $39.99. A limited $100 collector's edition currently available to pre-order through Maximum Games. Um, this is the one where the, you got the three views of different time periods on your screen yep. at the same time, and you can use that even in the battle system, which I think is really cool. Go check I it out. I am very excited for this. Ender Lilies has release date now. I don't know what Ender Lilies is about, but it's got a very artistic-looking trailer screen, so there you go. Um, hey, the art style reminds me of a vanilla war game and or Child of Light, so Sam will give it a 5 out of 5. Um, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the... play it... Yeah, Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Night, um, coming out for PC and Switch on June 22nd. Oh, look at that Kelpie. That's scary. Um, PS5, PS4... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a 2D action world where strange rain causes people to turn undead. So it's like the Norman Reedus game, except with zombies. Cool. Nifty. And floating <laughs> girls. It's like, um, what the hell was that game called? Is this the Norman I think Reedus he's game? trying to say Death Stranding. Is this a Dark yeah, Souls game you. where you're a um, cute lady? I what? Think, I, like yeah, I mean, if anything, it looks like a... The Norman Reedus game. Doesn't this look like a 2D right. Dark Souls, Pascal? Right, which is why I was making that comment about, what, this is the Norman Reedus game. That is the furthest from what it is. Well, because it was talking about uh, rain that makes everyone undead. And I was thinking of the time. Yeah, so it it looks a lot more like like Dark Devotion or something. You know, Salt and Sanctuary, those 2D. Yeah, yeah. like Salt and Sanctuary. Soul Slakes, right? Anna, this is not for you. No. I guarantee No, but for me. This is for Pascal, where he can play as cute little girls who are wearing way the wrong clothing for the adventure they're about to go on. Um, 
So most. She has no oh, shoes oh, on, and she's fighting against like armored knights. Well, this is a lot, not she's spending right. a lot of time in the air, so her footwear doesn't really matter. Also, like she she's knobby need, and like she needs some pants. <laughs> all right, somebody get this girl some pants. This is not the right equipment. She doesn't need pants. She, she needs, just needs leggings. Listen, okay, uh, I accept that leggings would be. Uh, she needs jeggings. What? This is no. the this is the one use for jeggings. We found it. For going on adventures, Dark Souls adventures, you need some jeggings. That way you keep your armor up, but you still can do a fast dodge roll. That's how that works. Pascal knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckling that you were criticizing Sam's use of the review scale earlier, and now you're crit- critiquing on knobby knees and missing jeggings. Listen, I'm just feeling for this girl. Somebody get her some damn pants, all right? And some shoes. Actually, the shoes are more important. Wow. Here we go. Publisher GameForge is partnering with Wang Young Shen. I can't say this. It's a Japanese company. And Oregon to release MMORPG Swords of Legends Online in the Americas and Europe. The game, which came out in China in July 2019, will be available for PC through the GameForge client. GameForge? Why do I know GameForge? What the heck is GameForge? Um the card game that we played hex oh the german company right they they for a while they tried to go with this company to publish them they said no that doesn't work then they left uh <laughs> steam and epic games it's available to pre-order now from its official website priced at 39.99 with a 60 dollars and 100 dollars editions also available that include bonuses so if you care about chinese mmos go check this out um Nothing against Chinese MMOs. I think I've hit my fill, but I understand that they scratch an itch where you just need some basic MMOs with bad translations to run around and do some quest turn-ins, usually with really pretty art styles. And uh, this looks like it's there for you. All right. King of Seas is coming out in May, May 25th. Oh, is this my pirate game? Is this my yes. mystical pirate game? That's what I was going to ask. Is I'm, this your I'm at the game point this? where the games are coming out and I don't even try them. I just want to keep looking for a new one. Um. Oh gosh, this might be it though. Look at this. This, this one looks a lot like Sid Meier's Pirates. This me. is looking like I need to try this. How do I add this to a wish list? Oh, it's on Steam. Okay, Steam, 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 Steam. But you haven't seen their knees yet, Chris. Hold on. Chips uh, don't have knees. No, not the pirates. But I don't. They've got shoes on. Who cares? You mean they're not shoes? wearing jeggings? Yeah, well, they're not wearing this. jeggings. Yeah, <laughs> no jeggings. <laughs> No jaggies. We can't. We can't play this game. <laughs> oh, there's a demo currently available. I should try that. But um, May 25th is when it's coming out for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, Team 17 is publishing or developing? Publishing. Okay, so who developed it? Cool. All right. Um, You're on this. Everybody heard Chris no, say three There's a demo. Clouds. I should try that, but yeah, I should try it, but I I won't. But... I won't. I should, but I won't, I think is all I can say. But what? But you should. I know. I agree with these statements. I'm telling you what what will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Velfirian Arc. Is this a Chemco game? No. P-Cube and Agate. Agate. Have announced. This is a sequel to a game. Are you having problems just saying Agate? Agate. Like the stone? Yeah. Or sorry, Agate. 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 AJ. How do I say that? It's the, the A E E. 
Gut. Agut. 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 It's they've announced Valtherian Arc Hero School Story 2, a follow-up to, get this, Valtherian Arc Hero School Story. I have that. I need to play it. It's uh, There's a demo on Early Access that I won't play. No, the game's on Early Access that I still won't play. Uh, with the initial version to follow the games, to feature the game's opening act. Uh, the release date has not been announced, so you can just try it out on um, Early Access now. Is this, what kind of game is this? You are in command of a kingdom-funded school that trains students to help solve the kingdom's issues, such as rats and sewers. Okay, they train up heroes, like D&D heroes. So this is, this, is a, this is a world where we think it's cool to train kids to run around and play with swords. This is going to work out well. Honestly, they probably have fewer deaths than we do from guns because we actually train the kids how to use the weapons. So, yeah. Ouch. That's, wow, I just had a, that's a weird epiphany to have. Okay, so Fantasy Star Online 2, new Genesis Global Close Beta is set for May. Uh, It's going to run for Windows 10 from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern on May 14th to 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern on May 16th. That's a weekend, right? Yeah. And uh, if you're interested, you sign up through the Xbox Insider Hub starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern on April 21st. So April 21st, go sign up to get into the closed beta test. Then you'll get into the closed beta test. You can play it. Is it only on Xbox for the test? X- uh, well, I mean, I know so it's only Xbox, on the Xbox and Windows Insider, in the West. So it could be both. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I don't know. But you sign up there, and then hopefully you can do it on either. You probably choose which one you're signing up for, but... Um, I don't have the link here, so I can't check. I'm so sorry. Xbox Insider Hub is available in the Windows Store and on your Xbox, or you could Google it and eventually get there. And I apologize if that's kind of a pain in the butt to get to, but it is a thing. And once you're used to using it to sign up for betas, it's okay. But not enough games use it, so you always forget each time. So, <laughs> oh well. Uh, Wasteland 3 is hosting the Battle of Steel Town. This is an expansion for the squad-based RPG Wasteland 3. That's another one that should go on that list of um, games I was looking at earlier, Pascal. Uh, it is already on there, Wasteland oh, 3. It? Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. It's already on there. <laughs> Two and three you had Two on there. Three. All right, because I'll get around to that. Waste- the can, the, can the question of the week be, which game should Chris not play next? <laughs> yes. Which game or demo should Chris not play we need, next? We need to have a conversation. Be like, just... What should Chris not play? What does that Most even mean, these? though? Okay. <laughs> what does that even mean to me, though? I'm not going to play them anyway. <laughs> True. <Okay>. True. <laughs> what game are you worried about me playing that you want me to not waste my time on? <laughs> Most. <laughs> the expansion's titled The Battle of Steel Town. It's set around the factory complex of Steel Town. Hey. That creates all the technology, keeping the patriarch in charge of post-apocalyptic Colorado. Only in Wasteland 3, folks. Um, you could go check that out. It'll be a digital download on June 3rd. Uh, PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One. And there you go. We have an age-restricted video that you can only watch on YouTube. I don't know why those don't embed. It's really annoying. Super props, Just like me. I wonder if it's because it's the European version. It's just because of the rating. There's nothing in the video that's that's so like dumb. age and approach. Well, now I'm sad. I just don't know why you can't embed rating videos. Like, 
if I'm signed into YouTube, you know how old I am. Just because I'm on this site, you still have the cookie. You know how old I am. Just do it. Or tell me ah. to unblock the cookie. Like, come on. Now the um, the chat is all about cookies, since you mentioned cookie. Cookies! Wow, it's our newest app or we're spare numbers. Or maybe that was before you mentioned I it. it. I just happened I to look it, right yeah. there. <laughs> it just tied in so well. Tactical Adventures has announced that Solasta, Crown of the Magister, I kickstarted this, just uh, fair warning, will fully release for PC on May 27, 2021. The game, which has been in early access since, is available on Steam and GOG. Solasta, Crown of the Magister, is a party-based fantasy tactical RPG, oh, should go on the list, that utilizes the Dungeons & Dragons SRD... It's on the list! SRD 5.1 rule set. <laughs> See what I mean? Chris doesn't even know. This is already the list of games he won't play. How do you know it's on the list already, Anna? Because it's at the very bottom. It says early. Where on the bottom? I don't have it on the screen. What? You think I can't remember a list that you put up? Yeah. Yeah. You can't remember what happened an hour ago. Um, an hour ago, I was cr- no. An hour ago, ago yeah, I wasn't see, you've here. Forgotten because Celastic- I had to get up from my computer because I got temperature-controlled medication. Oh, that's right. Celesta Crowd of the Magisters party-based fantasy tactical RPG based on the SRD 5.1 D and D rule set. The game features a story campaign with players creating their own party of adventures with combat that makes heavily use of verticality as well as a dungeon maker tool. For those looking to read more about Celeste Crown of the Magisters can check out RP Gamer's impression of the game's initial early access release and its PAX Online demo. Those are links that you can click on in the article if you go look it up. Oh, what that demo? Um, uh, the the PAX thing may have been written by me. No, is this is the PAX Online one. You're thinking of the actual PAX in person one. Oh, did. okay. Yeah. Did you like it? When I did. We, what, that was years ago, cool. but yes. Yes, it was in the before time. It got me to pre. It got me to kickstart the game. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, I look forward to coming out of May and uh, playing it when it's actually out because early access is a trap. All right. Mobile Disgaea RPG is coming out internationally. Boltrend Games has announced that Nippon Ichi and ForwardWorks' mobile title Disgaea RPG will launch internationally April 12, 2021 for Android and iOS. The official release trailer can be viewed below. Disgaea RPG is a turn-based RPG that has an original story and new music. The game will feature classic elements from the series such as the Atom World, the Dark Assembly, familiar characters, and an over-the-top battle system. So my expectations of this are highly tempered because this came out in Japan and then it uncame out in Japan. And then it came out in Japan, and then it uncame out in Japan, Wait, what? and then it came out again. Mm. Yeah. What? Yeah. So like, it came out in like May of 2019, and then within two weeks they pulled it back down, and we're like, we have to keep working on this. Okay. And then it came back for like half a second in October. This looks terrible. Down, this looks like a terrible mobile for gotcha a few game. weeks, and then it came back. This looks awful. Like, don't play this. You're gonna spend a bit. You're, they're gonna try and get you to spend a bunch of money. You have better things to do with your time, like not playing Wasteland 3. All right. The, I thought that would be funny. Okay. The Dungeon of Nihilbiuk, the Amulet <laughs> of Chaos. Now he'll be sad again. Yeah. The Amulet of Chaos gets some DLC. Publisher Dealer Villagers has announced story-driven DLC for Artifact Studios, the Dungeon of the Holbiuk, the Amulet of Chaos. You were playing this, and I then was you playing stopped it. playing it. I know. It, it didn't grab me. I might five-hour it. That's fine. Um... That's the real silly sad. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not that silly. It's silly. But it's, you know, they try. But like if you, I like how you pronounce that. That's Is that the way you do it? Is that how the game teaches you I, to pronounce that? I thought so. 
Oh, cool. It's supposed to be gibberishy, I think. Nahobiuk. Yeah. I don't know. This is the Neat. one that has um not Scarlett Johansson. Um Are you Felicia, to say Day. Felicia Day. Yeah, the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia Day. No, they're not okay. the internet's Scarlett Johansson, aka Felicia Day. Um <laughs> They have red hair. What do you want from me? The um, DLC- Scarlett Johansson hasn't had red hair in a while. <laughs> It's just that her name is Scarlet. That's, that's what clicks <laughs> that's in your brain. Straight. Is she not even a natural redhead? No. Is that just for those movies? Yes. Of course. All right. The DLC will launch up for PC in, P- in May on May 25th, 2021. It will be bundled into the game's upcoming PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch versions, which are set to release this summer. So what does that mean? Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, Ruins of Limus. Uh, yeah. Oh, she doesn't have shoes on either. All right. The elf <gasps> needs shoes. Yeah. This what is, the freak is your out. obsession with shoes today? You don't go into a dungeon without shoes, all right? Why not? Because you're going to step on a nail and, and it's going to give you tetanus and you're going to die. That's why. Some sound logic there. This is very straightforward. Your feet are not meant for walking on what's in a dungeon. And I feel confident making that as a blanket statement. Monster Sanctuary is getting an update on PC, or it already has it, and that update's coming to consoles as well. Team 17, again, busy, busy publisher Team 17 lately. And Moirai Games have announced a major update for the pixel-based monster collecting RPG. Why aren't you playing this, Anna? This update's available now for PC. It's scheduled release for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on April 20th, that's three days from now. It'll have a new game plus, a new difficulty options, PvP matchmaking, along with a new PvP season. That's what I was waiting for. Monster balancing changes. The PvP season? No. The difficulty? Yes. All right. You wanted to turn it down because it's too hard. I watched some videos. Yeah. I I mean, assuming you don't want to make it harder. No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is like Metroidvania meets Pokemon. Pokemon. And so, like, I I was watching him play it and I was watching another LP that was sort of midway through the game and I'm like, I am going to struggle with this because it's just a little too hard for me. I guess we have a stream of it. Yeah. Yeah, um, Lofter, Lofter played, played it. Through it. Yeah. Start to finish. But that's on our YouTube channel if you want to go check that out. YouTube.com slash RPGamer. Neptunia and Senran Kagura are getting a crossover. It's a crossover nobody wanted. Um, it's coming out in Japan in August. Compile Heart is doing a spinoff crossover between Compile Heart's Neptunia and Marvelous's Senran Kagura series. It'll launch in Japan on August of 22nd of this year. The game titled Senran Ninja Tyson Neptune is being developed with Tamsoft and will be available on PlayStation 4. It'll feature visual novel style event scenes, you know, the way that these sorts of games get crossovers and action combat with characters able to be swapped mid-battle. The game's confirmed to include Purple Heart, Neptunia, Black Heart, Noir, White Heart, Blanc, and Green Heart, Fert. We're just saying colors now. Um, from Art. the Neptunia season and Asuka, Homura, Yumi, and Miyabi from the Sunrun Kagura series. Does anyone care? No? Okay. Mass eh. Fe- hey, Josh, the good Mass Effects are getting um, some improvements. 
<laughs> yeah, now, now they look better than uh, Andromeda. Yeah, <laughs> EA has released a detailed blog post showing the visual changes players will see in Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's actually my first time seeing this. Um, it shows kind of the updates they do. Yeah, there's the original. Here's a new one. Yeah, yeah the Citadel looks nicer. Okay, big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was almost like, did did they put it down on like really low res or oh, uh, like yeah, yeah the know. console yeah. really didn't look good. <laughs> I mean, these are slightly better. Okay, like the lava looks way better. So far, that's oh, yeah. what I'm seeing. The snow's like, this is just a different art style for snow. I don't know that this matters that much. Um, the lighting engine's definitely much yeah, better. Better lighting engine, but who cares? It wasn't bad. No. Before. Like, just update the res of the skin, make Femshep look amazing, and we're good. You know, what do you need to do here? <laughs> and I believe that they're tying, this isn't like the visuals, but they're tying more of the content from the first all the way through to the third. Yeah, decisions like, move that? between yeah. games now. They, oh, they that might have been in a previous story, but like, yeah, it's become more of a you know big game instead of three separate the things. Number now. one thing they needed to improve. Well, no, rewriting that entire ending again would be the number one <laughs> yep. thing they need to do. Because I don't Chris, even think the updated shoes. ending is better. Though, remember when the updated ending came out and people are like, "This is." The ending wasn't the main problem with this game, man. Like it's it's great that they did it, but it didn't fix it. And like No, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody complained about People the complained about ending. the ending, then a bazillion years later they brought out the ending and it was like the ending is not what this game needed fixed. It's sure that's an aspect of it, but it's not the only thing. And I just wanted to be like, well, I think that's just because they didn't do a good job of fixing it. <laughs> right? No? Okay, whatever. I have no investment in this, so I mean, stuff, but never mind that the ending, right? Like the trilogy as a whole, for people who have never played it, that's absolutely worth it. Oh, totally. They're great. It's Bioware back when they How were still good. This? <laughs> if they had, I have Chris is not going to play series. it. I have issues with the series, and I'm probably going to play the trilogy again to kind of deal with that. But like the way the it turns trilogy. into a shooty shoot game by the end with like a few like hey here's some cutscenes showing you some consequences for decisions you made two games ago and they wrap things up and you don't have any agency over humanity's existence in the galaxy as a whole and it really bugs me because there's a lot of potential for this universe and damn it there should be a TV show tie into Mass Effect now and we don't have it (coughs) guys it's time for it's time for Garrus Citadel Cop alright it's time for it I I remember the individual like character arcs much better than the overall like humanity in the Milky Way storyline or whatever. Sure, and, because they and I feel like it. those they, they they teased it in the first one and then they kind of uh, as mm. far as two and three came out because but, now we have to talk about the Reapers. Yeah, but the other stuff was satisfying for me still. Like I don't remember being let down. Is what I mean by that. So is this going to be on Game Pass? I doubt. Mm. Might take up that. They want to make money, right? Well, I mean, I don't want you to buy this. Is, is kind of what it boils play down the... to. <laughs> Why? Because I think you're going to play uh, an that... hour of it and chuck it in the bin. I'm going to play it and you're going to watch it and be like, "Oh, that's funny." And then I'm be I like, think it. Uh, I'm going to be EA show play, you the Hamlet, you get like ten hours of new games or something like that. I think it probably qualifies under that, but new games don't immediately go on EA Play. Well, okay. like EA Play is part of Game Pass now. But I don't know if it's Correct. a good yes. EA play or the bad EA play. Anymore. I have no clue. They keep changing it, and I don't know what it is now. 
And now you I don't know. Games are just EA on Xbox, and I just download yeah. them and play so, them. So, Anna, That's I'm going to wait until I, I just download it on my Xbox and it happens. And then you're going to watch it, and you'll be like, oh, this is good. And you're going to be like, I don't know what you're complaining about, Chris. This is fun. Go shoot that guy. Go shoot I can neither confirm and nor you're, Then you're going to be like, oh, Garrus is back! Yay! Trust me, that moment will happen. You're going to fangirl just like I did. Okay? Sam, am I right about that? <laughs> is, is he the quad? Probably. No. Garrus is the the honey boy. Garrus is everyone's favorite. He calibrates favorite. things. He calibrates things. <laughs> He's the bay that calibrates, calibrates things. That's true. <laughs> He's the bay that calibrates. The, the warp drive specifically. <laughs> Look, I I like Garrus. I did not have the hots for Garrus, oh. so you weren't excited when he showed up again. Is there a cute blue skin lady that I can fall in love with? Oh, there's so many blue skin ladies. There's, yes. there's three of them. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? All right, Chris, go pre-order you, this. They're so all. The, also, their entire race is genderless, so either sex can go with them. Yeah, you can. You can have sexy times. Everyone can get with the with the blue skin ladies. Oh, Liara, stage five. This, it, what, was this was gender still a um, like a consideration in the first three games? Because in the in Andromeda, it doesn't matter. Really? Yeah. It Andromeda, was in the first games. Yeah. have sexy times with everybody. It doesn't matter. Right. Some Andromeda's people... player sexual? Interesting. Um, oh, and Femship is available, you know, from the beginning now, which I, I, I didn't even remember this, but apparently she wasn't around till third game originally. What, what are you talking about? You could always true? be a female shepherd in, the other, in all the games. I swear I read the opposite of that. There's something about, I... like, maybe, like, the model or who it's based off of or, or the voice actress change. I don't know, but like, well, there's always been Femship. This is the first time they've stuck Femship on the uh, cover. Ah. Yes. They've never ever, never and used Femship so, in so advertising. Remember that male shepherd is actually based off a real model's face. Fem so shepherd is not. Wait, what? Well, so my my memory of Shepard is I made him like the most repulsive I could in the original game, and then it carried through all three installments. And so, of course, in my memory, that's what he lo- like. He has a <laughs> he just looks really. Unnatural. I went with the I went with like the default one because it looked like the best character model because it was based off a human face and they had done the most work on it. But so um, now for a replay, I'm totally going Fem yeah. Shep. So years Renegade. ago. I had the pleasure of actually interviewing Mark Mir, who is the voice of Male Shepherd, mm-hmm. and he's openly admitted that Jennifer Hale and Fem Shep are like canon Shepherd, yeah. and that he is the lowly Shepherd. Sure. Yeah, because <laughs> people don't like they don't like his Shepherd as much. Yeah, and even he's admitted over the years he's like, no, he's like, I had fun being Shepherd, but she's real Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with and that too. It's like, very let's true. Do like fans really do believe that Fem Shep is. The Canon Shepherd, which is crazy because if I remember the stats, it was like three quarters of the people who played and finished the game did male yeah, Shepherd. Did male Shepherd. So Anna, this right. is one of those games where you—it's a Bioware game, like where you're either good or you're bad. If you try to be in the middle, it sucks. So you you want to oh, commit so to fable. one or the well, other. That's um, not true. Only for the first game is that true. Because in the first game, it's very black and white. You are either Renegade or, pa- or Paragon. And that's, you have to play the game, unfortunately, that way, because you get punished otherwise. Once you play, like, two and three, that kind of goes out the window. Like, you can kind of make decisions. No, but decisions if you do Renegade, you literally throw people out the window. 
<laughs> in the first game. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually excited to replay this to see how I still feel about it. I'm, I'm going to be like, I never did a Renegade playthrough. I was straight up Paragon. And so I'm excited to do FemShep Renegade because it'll be I the opposite of how I did it before. Renegade. Yeah, I did full Renegade except for one moment in that game, which mm-hmm. was related to Rex. Rex was the only time I was like, I can't Renegade this because... I want Rex, and yeah. Rex is my favorite character. But is that so, Renegade? I thought it was Renegade to do what they I wanted. I think it's Renegade because it's been a while. For I think me. it's Renegade to to save him. Or I think it is. Whatever. You might be right. It's been so long. I was worried about it. Like I, I made, I played on PC, so I had lots of save files. I'm like, I know I'm getting close to the moment. I've been spoiled that the moment is coming. So I better but yeah, do this no. right. <laughs> Rex is Rex is, is that, just perfect, and I is love that the him. moment related to M- Mortis? No, no, That's I'm talking about in the first game. game. The first game. Oh, sorry. Okay. The part, the part that decides game. whether or not you're going to have a now, character Now, I with will you. say, Anna, if you do play Mass Effect, the romance options in the first game suck balls. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's way too shooty-shooty shooty for yeah. me. If, if hey, do you want to romance a space Nazi like I did? What? <laughs> yeah, space Nazi, who nobody likes, because yeah. Ashley's the worst. There's Caden, who in this version is just very boring like Caden is so boring, so boring that's why I went with like, Ashley you, you forget that he's there I can't this because there's nothing interesting about I went him. with the space Nazi because she was more interesting to keep her <laughs> and then there's Liara who is a stage 5 clinger <laughs> who then if you romance in this game and then cheat on her in the second game she knows and she will get right cross with you I know because I did that. <laughs> awesome. And Anna, I, I have when you no cheat on people in the second game, you take your photo of your, your girlfriend from the first game and you put it down on the desk so you don't have to look at it. <laughs> 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 yeah. I did. Also That's regretted amazing. my choice. And went back to Liara in, uh, in Mass Effect 3. <laughs> she Sam, took me back. Sam it had was her cake and funny. ate it too. Yeah, because she's not a romance option in the second one, right? She is if you have Shadow Broker. I thought that's why she wasn't. She was too busy with, you know, That's it. When you played the Shadow Broker DLC, you could totally fucking romance her again. Yeah, she was my... She was my thing all three times. So I I did... Tam's in the chat. Yo, you like Tally tally all the way. Tally Mm. all the way. I'm like... I did a I did a branch of my save files where I just romanced Tally to see what would happen, and I was super disappointed. Nothing. Yeah, they don't give you any payoff. They give on you that. no payoff except she says she has to take a lot of antibiotics the next day. Like, come on. Wait, what? She's um she lives in an environmental suit because her people are basically autoimmune disordered. <laughs> yeah. And you spend three games hoping that she'll take her mask off. Space. And when you finally romance her to, get to a see it. of her with her mask on. Face induction wow. board. Yes. <laughs> she didn't have the greatest line. I did not get a picture of her with her mask off. I don't know what Tam's talking about. They must have added that later because I didn't I, I always play FemShep. And if you play FemShep, you can't romance Tally. You can romance Garrus, though. Look at the screen. Which, <gasps> you know. Is a good thing. Don't look at the screen. And that's my plan this time around is I'm either going to romance him or Thane. So I can like cry into a fucking puddle because I do. Thane's got an awesome 
Thane just is okay. feelings. Who the hell is Thane? The lizard man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the one who talks. Yeah, he's dreams, great. intense he's, heat in flashes of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's either it's either Garrus or. Oh yeah, Thane yeah. in in Mass Effect Three kind of broke me a little bit. Well, his story hurts. I I will mm. never forget. Uh, I believe it was Max Storm who reviewed Mass Effect. I want to say two and three, and like. He messaged me one day and he goes, so I romanced Thane. And I was like, how'd it go? He's like, I'm a fucking puddle. And I said, you're a puddle. He goes, all I've done is cry. Yeah, like, that'll Mac happen if, even like, if you don't romance him. Yeah, You're still a puddle. But Mac was like a Thane stan. And very seldom did he like stan anything. But Thane? <laughs> I, don't I didn't know that. What is all this? There's like a cutscene where you can get Mer- Tally to take her mask off. I didn't know about it at all. Mass Effect, Anna, like, if I can play Mass Effect, you can play Mass Effect. Like, just put it on easy and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, that would work too. I'll watch you play Mass Effect. Um, is, it a, is it one of those games where you have one stick that aims and one stick that moves? Yeah. Yes. But again, you can. You but can remember, just... ooh, headshot. And again, there's instant win buttons for people. Yeah, yeah. You can ooh. turn the difficulty down in these games and just kind of play through the story. Yeah. Okay. And again, they're they're not hard games at all. And I again, you play them for it. just having oh, fun. Oh, this time is a fake cutscene. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was tricked. This is fake. Like the romance options in Mass Effect get better like once you have two and three like i said the first game has a great story just the romances suck balls yeah they were they they were you know it was the beginning ashley is right. a nazi yeah i don't know oh it's going to come Both back to that there. i mean the you know i would say like the full cast doesn't assemble until game two yeah yes. the cast that matters right give me krogan's or give me death <laughs> They quad. Are... They're the ones with oh. the quads. Oh, they're quads? Okay. Yeah, that's they're how she quads. knows them. Just call that them the quads. Sense. She knows what that is. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are just, they kill me. Like, my favorite storyline with them is the one in three where, she, like, there was one lady Krogan left and she's like, yeah, I have to figure out how to populate my race, but they're all fucking dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, that, that one throwaway line where she's like, but they're all stupid. You're just like, yes. They are, and then Rex is like head buttoning a different Krogan, and you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> right, you Tam says that cutscene isn't fake. The YouTube comment says it is fake. I'm gonna believe Tam, but now I found this this picture of Tali's face that you get when you romance her. Apparently, is from Giddy Images. <laughs> you have to play the uh, remastered and see play if it's remastered. real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like the most important you want. Yeah, I talk about all these these things that I have, like are that mean a lot to me that I want them to fix. Honestly, just dealing with the tallies. Oh, now that's fake, says Emperor Mythos. I don't even know anymore. Um, the, the thing that matters needs the most is that they settle the issue of tally's face. Let's be real. <laughs> that's all. The only thing they got to do. Charge $100 for the collection. I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> Mass Effect, the journey for tally's face. Why is I mean, look what happened when improvements video. 
Look how the internet lost its mind when uh, when we saw Mando's face. What if they had just done that in this visual? You know how they're doing these little sliders, like here's how it looked before, and we do the little sweep, and then it shows how it looks in the new game. What if they just had a picture of Tali, and then they did the sweep, and then Tali had her mask off? Like, what if that was the reveal of like Tali Tali's face? That would have been great. None of you agree. Also, the ending of Mass Effect Two is really stupid. Sorry, that came out of nowhere, but I felt I still needed to say it. Next story. The boss in Mass Effect 2, Anna, is so stupid. It's really stupid how stupid this stupid boss is. Yeah, but if you play the DLC, then you get more goodness. Bless Unleashed final PC beta has set for May, May 12, 2021, and running through May 16th. Uh, If you want to play the beta, register through Steam or the game's website. Nobody cared what Bless is anymore, right? Does anyone play Bless? Bless Unleashed is free to play. Has yeah, I don't yeah. know. Is this? I, I think, think I this was out. One time. Is this not out then? I so guess not. There, there's Bless Online and Bless oh. Unleashed. I think. Oh, I don't even know. Is this a sequel to Bless? Sure. Okay, this dwarf has a lot of hair. That's all I can say about this game. All right, I'm gonna shut this off. Cool. All right, and Core is now available on the Epic Game Store. What is that? It's like a PC version of uh, Dreams, only you can like sell games and make money. Okay, neat. Sure. Oh, this is old, isn't it? This has been around for a while. This is core core. I don't know. Sure. All right, maybe not. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I'm I'm remembering something old from like way back. That's maybe that's wrong. Okay, so this is something that was showed off during PAX Online at least last year, and now it's on. Uh, now it's on. It's on. Yes, it's a free early access title on the Epic Game Store right now. Um, it was previously in alpha. Now it's in early access. Don't ask me what the difference is. There probably isn't one. <laughs> How many people let it, they let in? Yeah, there you go. You go check that out. Read the, watch the videos, and that's it. That's news. Yay! No briefs this week. Those, we just went through the briefs. Oh, I just we did it all. them like news because that's I don't already know how to it. Different. That's it. Yeah, I think we've been podcasting long, though. That's okay. <laughs> we don't There's need some to stretch. Coming yeah, that was my point. All right. All right. Well, what's coming about... out this week, Chris? Yeah, let me tell you. Infinite Adventures is coming out on the Switch. What's that? You know anything mm-hmm. about it? No, no clue. Right. I gotta look it up so you can know what it is. Um, looks like anime ass art. Um, oh, is this a first person dungeon crawler? Yes, Anna. Why aren't you looking into this game? Uh, because I find the art style a little meh. Oh, look at they got like meh. deer people and stuff. Look at this. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I will put it on my wish list and buy it when it's on sale. I don't know. I think the art's better than um that other game that you played that I don't like the art of. <sighs> That's that not really doesn't as helpful, specific Chris. as you, you need... think it is. The tactical RPG. Children <laughs> of Zodiacs. Felsiel. Yeah. Also, that dog is chained up, but nobody's, uh, you know, never mind. Thinking about the art too hard. Atelier Mysterious Pack. Anna, is it time to play all the Mysterious Trilogy? Yeah, so I learned my lesson from the Dust Trilogy, and I pre-ordered a physical copy from PlayAsia. What? So I, I was really excited to replay the Dust Trilogy, and I'm like, all right, I will buy it as soon as it goes on sale. Mm-hmm. It has never been on sale. Okay. 
Oh no, these games for whatever reason are not going on sale because I still haven't gotten Lalula. Like, yeah, I need to all. mail you a copy. I just haven't gotten a good box for it yet. Ah, no worries. But it's one of those again. I'd love to get it if it would go on sale. Does this mean just does Sophie a- look like Riza? Or is that because I have my Riza dressed like you Sophie? have your Riza yeah. dressed yeah. in Sophie's costume? <laughs> That's what it is. I, I mean, but I, so but I thought the mysterious were the ones not to. Yes, they're, you are correct, Pascal. Yes. And yes, Again, I've, I've been reading things one. in preparation for this show where people talk about it like, oh, this there's a lot of charm in this game and it's real good. And okay. Like, uh, yeah, okay. Stopping you there on. for a sec. Sophie has charm. Okay. Ferris is still a pile of hot fucking garbage that nobody should play. What about Lydia and Sueli? So I did not play that, but Anna did. Lysu okay. is the best. Oh, I'm sorry, that's what we call it? Lysu? Yeah. Okay. Lysu, yeah. Right. Lysol. We've talked about Lysol. this. Atelier Lysol, right! <laughs> so it is the one that has the best pacing mm-hmm. and the best story. It does not, it's the first game that doesn't have English voice acting, and that made it very jarring for a lot of people. Oh, I do miss I that in the Rise of Games. Why yeah. again. I've had a couple years away from it, so I may try it again to see if I can get into it. And so I was like, all right, well, the Dust Trilogy, like, isn't sold physically anymore. Ooh, they so, speed up battle. Yeah, they, they've added a bunch of quality of life stuff that should make. New vehicles. Vehicles? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ugh. You have a submarine. Yeah. Okay. You couldn't pay me to play Ferris again. See, Ferris is the one that I skipped because it the Vita version was a dumpster fire. Well, the yeah. Vita version was a dumpster fire, but just in general, Ferris is not a fun game to right. play. So how do these games compare to Ryza? What's different about this series? Uh, uh, just in general, the Ryza progression. <laughs> okay. Ryza Anna says better. the progression is a specific answer. Sam says yeah. Ryza's better. Like, okay. I I understand that. I'm looking for specifics, not a qualitative judgment, but thank you. So progression (laughs) is different in two ways. One, you are sort of locked into this like tiered recipe list that is different. It it gets further refined in Ryza in a way that like they clearly learned their lesson. Number two, there's this weird sort of elemental grid thing that you have to kind of Tetris. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That you have to kind of Tetris your way around in, yeah. I think, all of the games, but how the grid works in all the games is a little bit different each different, time. Yeah. Like, so, I liked Sophie one. I thought the Tetrising in Sophie was a lot of fun. The The one thing that I definitely feel the Mysterious Trilogy does better than Ryza is it pushes you forward. Yes. In Ryza, Ryza there's, well, like, no motivation to continue with the plot. You could just alchemy for... 30 hours yeah it's just it's it's just even from it like from a storytelling standpoint though it's like just these <laughs> yep i like mysterious I like games alchemine for 30 hours not Anna. great like they're they're very half-hearted and i i really do hate that about at least sophie and fierce because i've not played lysol um and i'm gonna call it that now for the rest of my life <laughs> i good name I need to give a shit, <laughs> right? And that's been one of my biggest beefs playing the Mysterious subseries, and even Ryza to an extent. Like, I like the first Ryza game a lot in the sense I really like the story and I love the characters. And Ryza 2, like, just fucks that royally. 
Like, it fucks the goose so hard that you're just like, I don't care about this story. Why are you doing this to me? I like these characters, but you're making me like them less. Except for Nerdlinger. I still love him. Nerdlinger owns my soul. Nerdy boy looks so different. Tau Tau is the only character in the game that actually gets a really good story. And I'm just like, Nerdlinger, I love you. Are you you shit-talking the second game? Yes. A little bit. Okay. Just a little. I mean, Again, I don't yeah, hate it the is, second it game, has but been... there are some big issues. I mean, the first game didn't have a good story either, Sam. It didn't, but, but it I, was again, fun. It was fun, and I liked the second characters. Second game's fun too. But yeah, I they, did not. They, need, the they need to do more fun stuff with with characters. Yes, I, they introduced this mysterious the... rogue guy, and, and at least so far for me, do oh, nothing with him. Fucking useless. Yeah. Like when you're done the game, Chris, go read the review Michael Baker and I wrote oh, okay. because we basically said. He has no reason to exist. The yep. game would still keep going, and yep. Clifford doesn't matter. I, I was worried that that was how that was going, and I was hoping they'd do something eventually it, it with him. It is exactly that. Yeah. And unfortunately, the other Carrie, you, character you get, Sari, also suffers the same problem. She's there. You don't fucking care why she's there, like, but she's there. Am I going to get Empel and Lila back or no? Oh, is right. um, Clifford Lame. the guy with the gun that I'm like, why do you never have yeah, him in your party? And you're like, he's literally he's right got there. a giant boomerang thing, yeah. he's a giant boomerang. And he's fucking useless. And uh, the, the other person the she's worst. talking about is like Lila. She's one of those creatures from another. He's the, the, the titty creature. Yeah. <laughs> that, Her boobs are not as big as Lila. Though. She has hair flaps. She has hair know, flaps. I don't know how to and describe then, those. The, the best of the new characters to use is Patty. Like Patty, Patty is a good character. Patty's not, yeah. Patty is surprisingly like I wasn't going to be interested in her, but that sword's cool. No, she's <laughs> she's a fun character. I ended up using Sari because in terms of like combat, Sari is yeah. a very good character. Mm-hmm. But as a character in a story, she's awful. Yeah. And one of just my biggest gripes with both Mysterious and Ryza is just the balancing of story gameplay. And me giving a fuck is really poor. The good thing it, for me, though, Sam, is I'm playing it for the alchemy. So I it. don't like, care. <laughs> I, I played the Dust games. I still think they are vast superior in every single fucking way to all of these garbage towns. Aww. Arlen games are still better than these fucking garbage towns. And just in general, I don't like the new games as much because it's missing the charm of the old games. Like... I, I'm at and that yet, Ryza is what's hitting in the West now. What's up with that? Is it because of the lack because of time? The West is dumb. <laughs> well, like part of it is the lack of a time limit. Well, yeah, again, that helps. Like but that was the time limit, the time limit was things. gone in the Mysterious trilogy, right? Sort of. I yeah. Think for Sophie. Sophie. So had Sophie it. has a stricter time limit. Yeah. Um, Ferris has a time limit for the first year, and then you get like a fake set of credits and you're able to continue going and again you couldn't pay me to go past the fake credits because it was a piece of shit and Lysu uh, <laughs> has no timing but it has a calendar system neat and i mean the dust games the time limits in those are actually really really generous like unbelievably generous. Yeah, they're unbelievably you will never generous get the, compared yeah, the to dust. the Arlen games. But like and in, in the Dust games, Anna, weren't you saying you have to follow a walkthrough to get the best endings? So I don't feel like in, that's the case with Ryza at in all. In both Dusk and Arlen, 
there mm-hmm. is definite like you have to do these specific ten things to get this type yeah. of ending. Yeah, they got rid of all that in the Rise yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I mean, those games in Arlen games, I mean, they would have like 16 different endings, like character specific ones. Yeah. And then they'd have like five or six different endings for your for the main characters, depending on like which path you took. So it was like this crazy. Tet- well, I guess you they know, can't like- do that here since they're having the same character go game to game now with Ryzen, mm. huh? Um, yeah. But like it'll they- be interesting to see it what they do. It would be nice if her, if her story was good to go from game to game. What? But, you know. <laughs> Again, Ryza's story is just such it's, it's a mixed trite. bag, right? Because there are trite. things that are really interesting and then there are things that are trite. They could have done something interesting with her parents, but they didn't. They never even resolved it. They just allude to it because why would you ever want to resolve things with your parents? Like, what are you even doing with this writing? You're not even trying. And no. Then that's truly what it is. It's not trying. So I had to give up on caring, so I just play the alchemy, which is all I wanted to play to begin with, so yeah. Whatever. I like Chris comes to me and he's like, I think I beat the game. <laughs> you know, like, you know what's okay? What was the last big monster you fought? And he gay he told me and I Googled it. And I'm like, yeah, that was the last boss. It was the last boss. It forgets to tell you it's the last boss, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what's a good game that's coming out this week? Oh, Replay yeah. Judgment. Judgment's great. Judgment that's is getting game. its PS5, Xbox Series X, and Stadia version. Yeah. Go Judgment. I like that Chris Tales is coming out on Stadia in July, and I'm not even sure Stadia is going to last that long. We'll see. Also out this week, the new Nier game, Nier Replicant, version 1.22474487139. Chris, did you know that this is a prequel to the very popular Nier Automata? <laughs> it's a prequel to Nier Automata. Yep. Never mind natural, that it, you never guys. Mind that it's not pre-scripted at all. a game that came out beforehand. Yay, so you're cool. gonna do something when Near Automata sold like three million, you know, like it's like, oh, like guys, Yay. if you played Near Automata, you'll want this. Prequel Josh, to Auto that Tomatoes. So, that was so organic, Josh. <laughs> I do my best. I do Did my it just best. cross your mind at that moment? <laughs> and then Dungeon and Gravestone, whatever the fuck that is. That's a game. You gonna Google Yay. it, Chris? No, I'm looking Ow. up. I'm looking up Data's um one seven three four seven three. Okay, I'm trying to see if Data's password that he used to lock out the command codes was this string of numbers, and it's not because I figured it sounded like it. But oh well. So um, so we covered the releases. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Dungeons and Gravestones. What is that? Oh, do you knows? know? Oh, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Let's look it up. Dungeon yeah. and Gravestones sounds like a dungeon crawler. Looks like a tactical game. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 3D dot game hero graphics. What's this? What's so this? Voxels? Voxels, yep. Um, uh, I'm Bit Summit. It, death, um, it's a roguelike. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a roguelike. A voxel roguelike. A voxel-like. So, go check that out if you're into voxel roguelites. So, look hard. I mean, the, uh, a <laughs> roguelike with a unique art design is going to become our new meme, isn't it, Chris? What? Instead of a puzzle platformer, a with roguelike a with a unique style? art style instead of a puzzle platformer with a unique art style. Yeah. <laughs> and Tam's right in the chat. Stadia has lasted longer than everyone's anticipation already. So good job, Stadia. 
Google failed, you you failed to meet they our low expectations. You have exceeded our low expectations. You have exceeded our extremely low expectations. Well, what what does that mean though? Last this long? What's your what's the bar? You figured here? they would have shut them down by now. That it's. I yeah, didn't it was, expect that, it that to last. The machine has not exploded yet, or no? That the Google hasn't get up, given up on the entire thing and shut it down. Maybe it's just easier to not throw the switch. Google really likes to close things down. You don't understand. I don't. Google. Google graveyard. Google has shut down. They probably more much popular uh, things than than Stadia. It probably costs them a hell of a lot less money. (laughs) Google Chrome apps are going away in a year from now. Android things are going up soon. Angular JS, Google Hangouts, Expeditions, Tor Creator, Poly, Google Go Links, Google Cardboard, Tilt Brush, Loon, App Maker, Google Cloud Print, Google Home Max, Science Journal, Trusted Contacts, Google Play Music, Nest Secure, Hire by Google, Password Checkup Extension, Focals by North, Sceneform SDK for Android, Google's Photo Print, Pigeon Transit, Enhanced 404 Pages, Shoelace, Neighborly Fabric, Material Theme Editor, Google Station, One Today, Androidify, Google Fiber TV, Field Trip, Google Correlate, Google Translator Toolkit, Google Fusion Tables, Google Bolton, Touringburg, Game Builder, Datalee, Google Clips, Google Daydream, YouTube, Lean Back, Message Center, Follow Your World, G Seat Training, YouTube Messages, YouTube for th- Nintendo 3DS, Works with Nest API, Google Trips, Hangouts on Air, Dragonfly, Google Jump, Plog Compass, Aereo, YouTube Gaming, Google Cloud Messaging, Data Saver Extension for Chrome, Inbox by Gmail, Google Plus, Google URL Anna. Shortener, Google Spotlight Stories, Google Allo, Google Notification Widget, YouTube Video Annotations, Google Real-Time API, Chromecast Audio, Google Search Appliance, Google Nearby Notifications, Google News and Weather, Reply, Tez, Google Goggles, Save to Google Earth. How long does this go? I don't have time. Google Goggle? Google Goggles. That was their Google. Yeah, the Google Goggles needed to go just because the way it sounds. Google Goggles. Did I hear you say Google Cardboard? Google Cardboard. That was their (laughs) VR thing. Yeah. That doesn't inspire a lot of consumer confidence. Take your Android phone, make a little cardboard thing, put it on your phone. They would give you the stencil to put on some cardboard to cut out, and then you'd have your your own little VR goggles. Google Video, Sparrow, Google Listen, Google. Okay, stop, 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 stop. stop. Google offers. Stop, stop. Picasso. Stop. (laughs) Back to the podcast spreadsheet, please. Google Nexus. So, what is our question of the week? What Google we thing decide on one? do you miss the most? Which game should Chris not play from his list? There you go. <laughs> no, I, like, I like that one, Chris. What? What Google thing Which do you miss Google the most? product do you miss the most? <laughs> oh, God. Google News is the answer to that. Google News and Google Notebook. Not Can you Google list News, all of them Google, um, RSS in, the, in the post so that people can have a reminder, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did we have a question of the week? Yeah. What I think this podcast has has a longer the most. We've gone on longer than the the lifespan of most of those Google products now. (laughs) Yep. There you go. Killedbygoogle.com. It's a lot smaller if you just look at hardware. (laughs) I have to live with him. You don't have to. Uh, I don't know, Anna. Mine is not much better. (laughs) Chris was the first one to say it. (laughs) You don't have to. (laughs) They killed Grand Central. That's right. Chris, podcast, please. This is the podcast. Chris. We're done. Chris. They they killed Jaiku. You know what would have been appropriate? Thanks, Sam. They they had a Google flu vaccine finder. That would have been good to have about now, wouldn't it? 
welcome. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Del North, for our awesome podcast music. Thank you, Forecast, for your encoding. Sam, what will you be playing this week? Probably Saga Frontier, but also remember, Anna Marie, don't forget to take care of Table 5. <laughs> Pascal, what what table are you going to be taking care of this week? I'm going to be watching Yakuza 5 until it's over. <laughs> Josh, what are you going to play this week? I'm going to play that new near prequel that sounds really groovy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam. Have you seen people that are like, oh, Story of Seasons totally steals stuff from Stardew? I don't know. That that Story of Seasons game was not very good. It is still not Stardew Valley. Because, <laughs> again, I think I wrote that in my review. It's like, go play Stardew Valley. It's still... <laughs> I gave Friends of Mineral Town remake a better review score than Pioneers of Olive Town. Oof. Did you put that as a title on the top? <laughs> Go play Stardew Valley. It's a better game. I we have a lot of really good title choices is the problem. I'm I'm going to stream some more Yakuza Like a Dragon. And I've actually kind of been addicted to Apple Arcade put out a match three game. Um, called Simon's Cat Stories. And it's like, it's a match three game that is actually balanced around playing the game and not around spending money. So I'm really enjoying it. And I've been spending a lot of my phone time playing that instead of like, I don't know, a real game, I guess. It's allowed. Hey, it's, it's been really fun. It has 500 levels and I'm, re- I'm very quickly approaching 300. For comparison, yeah. the... Um, the free-to-play match three game that I play, um, I think it took me about a year and a half or two years to get to a thousand levels. But I will probably finish all five hundred levels of Simon's Cat by the end of May. So very nice. I would like more match three games to show up on Apple Arcade. All right. Oh, thank God we're at the end of the show. We're at the end. We made it. It happened. Why didn't you ask what I'm going to play? Because you're going to play Indecision. Not at all. Uh-huh. You should ask. What are you going to play this week? Well, I'm having trouble deciding. Ah! <laughs> you know Google Reader Go and to. Google Notebook as the product that I miss the most. Because Google Notebook is the thing that we used week to week for the podcast. But Google Reader is the Bye thing guys. that I can still use now to read the notes. We'll see you next week show. for our next podcast. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. <laughs>